His head hurt as much as his side, and sweat rolled down his face, and he softly played Rose of the Morning through the night, fearing to sleep, fearing to dream. Are we live? That is right. Welcome back to another edition of the Nerdy Wordy Book Club, episode 12, because we are in the middle. We've gotten to the middle, a little past the middle, honestly, of Das Dragon Reborn. My name is Nerdy. And I'm Clarus. And this is the show where we talk about a book. And and people tell us that we're wrong and that we didn't <laughs> understand and that I can't pronounce anything for it right. Yeah, that's that. That is the theme of like fantasy books, though. It's like, well, I hope I'm saying this right. Yeah, Hermione. I never thought it was Hermione. I'm just saying. I mean, I studied Shakespeare, so I I knew it was Hermione. But oh, that's that. Yeah, that'll do it. Well, <laughs> good morning, everybody. Good morning to our live chat. Thank you, everyone, for showing up. Heck um, yeah! Sorry about the the daylight saving things last yeah, week. That was oopsie, oopsie, doopsie. <laughs> Hopefully we get rid of daylight savings time soon. Uh, Joe Chio says, obvious smut corner is Tom and the two sisters. Uh, I just want to point out there's so much smut. There's, there's, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll get there. <laughs> we, we were talking about this section of the book, and I was really surprised at how horny. <laughs> uh, how horny Matt is? Uh, how horny everyone is. Everyone, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, whole, this section of the book is very horny. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. I think Matt is definitely Matt a part though. of that. Yeah. Well, and we get, <laughs> like, oh, you know, this is the first, uh, there's a few firsts in this section, right? Uh -huh. This section is only the girls and Matt. So, like, except yeah. for a half page at the end with Rand. Yeah. This is the first time, I think, that we have a section where the entire section is one location. Um, yeah. And, well, actually, no, because I guess the first section of the first book was just Emmons Field. Uh, yeah, most of, most of the chunk, I guess. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's fair, that's fair. Yeah, and so, like, there, I feel like there's definitely, um, this, this section was not as wide-ranging as what we've gotten used to, bouncing mm -hmm. between the stories of Perrin and Matt and them on the adventure in the Great Hunt and then the mm -hmm. girls at the White Tower, mm -hmm. uh, and then their journey to the Sunshine. At, at the same time, though, as I say that this is a little bit different in that way, mm -hmm. the, the section that we read this week, chapters 16 through 32, mm -hmm. do sort of, um play out in a way that I'm I'm a little concerned about and I want to get into with you before we get started today. Okay. The plots of all of the first three books uh -huh. seem to be they're going on an adventure to a place uh -huh. so that Rand can do a thing to prove that he's the Dragon Reborn. Yeah. Have we not already proven that? No, apparently not. Uh, Tarok, thank you so much for the super chat. We appreciate it. Uh <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I'm Thanks glad so much, you don't mind our mispronunciations because it's, uh, it's going to be a common thread. Uh, the, the, like, here's the thing. The, the prophecies say that he has to do such and such and such. So it's like, well, if the, I guess we have to get through all the prophecies first. Yeah. Yeah, no, I understand that. I, I think that my, my only thing with it is that plot-wise, this book feels very similar to The Great Hunt. Where the girls go to Tarvalon to go learn, 
They get promoted way too quickly, mm -hmm. and then they leave Tarvalon to go be a part of the main story that the boys have been on their way to already because they're are they are on the journey already. Yeah, and the it they're worked. headed towards a place where Rand is predestined to do a thing that will not solve any problems, but will just announce him as the Dragon Reborn. Yeah. And so there is a. You know, there, there's the joke in the Star Wars community that around the prequels, there's a documentary where George Lucas says, oh, it's like poetry, it rhymes. Mm -hmm. And the joke is that the Star Wars stories keep telling the same story over and over again. Yeah. These books keep telling the same story over and over again. Mm, yeah. Remember when I said, like, the, the at the end of the last book, I was like, he's he, he he's, like, proclaimed himself the dragon, but he's not able to fully accept it yet? That's what I think this book is. I, I know, I and I totally get that. I just think that after the Eye of the World dragon moment mm -hmm. and then the Falma dragon moment, if this book just ends with him taking up the sword and having another dragon moment, at what point does he stop having dragon moments and start doing dragon things? <laughs> dragon <clears throat> things! Uh, yeah, and, and it yeah. just, it, because of the girl's storyline of leaving Tarvalon early again, mm -hmm. I was like, it's it's all for different reasons, but it is the same plot and same structure. For sure, for sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and like I don't, I don't mind it. If I'm being honest, I like I'm I'm enjoying it, but mm -hmm. yeah, it definitely makes sense. Uh, it makes a little more sense now why they're combining book two and three for the show. Absolutely, yeah, because yeah. you can kind of do this all once instead of twice. Um, and and, and I I don't mind how it's done in here. Like that's. Fine, but for the show, yeah, there's there's no reason for them to do it again. So. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. Makes sense. Uh, I get it. Before we go chapter by chapter talking about what happened in this, we have to mention that this week the Nerdy Wordy Book Club is sponsored by HelloFresh. HelloFresh is a meal delivery kit that allows you to make some of the best dishes I've ever made in my own house. Uh, because I feel like a pro. <laughs> I feel like a chef. Yeah. Because they send you pre-portioned ingredients that are exactly what you need to make delicious meals. They are a wonderful service. Unfortunately, we found out that our code is only available in the U.S. So if you are an American and you want 16 free meals and three sweet special treats, uh, maybe not special. One of the free treats that we got was uh, non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, um, yeah. I was like, oh, all right. Better than I thought it would be. Yeah. I enjoyed, I had a non-alcoholic Heineken and I was like, this is actually not bad. It's not that bad. <laughs> uh, if you want those 16 free meals and those three sweet treats, I have to go get a code. No. Talk about HelloFresh it's while Pog I go get a code. It's Pog Yeah, I know, but there's a link. I, let me throw Let me throw it's, him a link. The, our mods did it. Our mods did it? Yeah, because we have the best mods. Oh, my God. Are our mods just on look it? At, look at Ellen. Oh, Noel. my God. Ellen. Ellen. Ellen the mod. The best. Click on that link. Three treats, You're 16 free best. meals Thank you, from HelloFresh. Uh, we started using them, and I we won't stop. Because what did we have last night? It was... You made it. It was pesto yeah, rigatoni. Pesto rigatoni with, like... Spinach, pork chop, spinach and pork chop. Yes. Like, mm -hmm. It was really good. Last night's meal was great. Yeah. Like, and I, I didn't have, uh, I didn't have any milk. So I substituted butter. So it was creamy. <laughs> so it was very nice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, uh, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah. I'm a lactose intolerant boy. And so we don't have milk in the house very often mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, for her safety. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we only have one bathroom. <laughs> that is a tragedy. Shall we get into <laughs> chapter 16 Let's of the Dragon go. Reborn? Thank you to everyone who has already signed up. Uh, it does it does mean a lot to us. I just want to say 
You rock. Oh, absolutely. Oh my god, I don't have my notebook. What notebook? I took notes. And it's Do you want to go room. get it? God damn it. Okay. All right, bye. I'm so sorry. It's like one of the early episodes where one of us left for some reason. I know, but I'm not going to get locked out. <laughs> you know what? You're probably right. So chapter 16. We start after the attack on the girls in the novices' quarters, and we come back to Nynaeve's bedroom. Okay. Can you... Keep going. This is a professional show on this side of the camera. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my yeah. God. Uh, Nynaeve has two chairs. Yeah. Two, two whole chairs. I know, right? Lucky girl. Um... <laughs> Uh, so Nynaeve and Egwene, or uh, yeah, Nynaeve and Egwene head back to Nynaeve's chambers after their run-in with Shariam. Um And Shariam? Shariam! I, in my head, it sounds like Shariam. Shariam? Shariam? Yeah. I don't think it's Shariam. <laughs> Bless you. <clears throat> Professional. Could be anything. Um, and Elaine, Galad, and Gawain are all Gawain. just... Gawain. Gawain. <laughs> I'm never going to be able to unhear that. I loved it. Well, how do you say it? Gawain. Gawain. No, it's Gawain. Like Gavin, but Gawain. No, it's not Gawain. It is Gawain. No. I will bet you real dollars. <laughs> real life dollars. Gawain. Yeah. Gawain. No, See? it's Gawain. Yes. No. Yeah. Gawain sounds so much better than Gawain. No, it's Gawain. I, Gawain I like sounds it. Gawain sounds like you have like a bad Russian accent and you mispronounce Gavin. No, it doesn't. Yes. I will fight you on that. Um one. the so they're the, the boys are in there with Elaine. They're <laughs> grilling Elaine. They're giving her the nth degree. Uh and she's not she's not giving up the goat. No one wants to reveal what happened to them while they were away. Uh, mm -hmm. Even though that these are her brothers, and I don't really understand why they're not getting these boys on board. Uh, well, I mean, part of it is like, here's the thing. I think, well, maybe not actually. I think eventually Gowan will be on board because you know the the Emerald Seed is like, if I could have a hundred hounds, I would. Um, and mm -hmm. but I don't think Elaine will ever, 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 ever want Galad. On her side. <laughs> like, she she hates him. I'm like, girl, what did he do to you? Like, there there has to be something. Like, there has to be an incident where, like, she just, like, I don't know. He, like, uh, he, like, told on her to, like, her mom or something like that. And oh, she no. just, like, never forgave him. <laughs> She's very upset. The, the... I'm excited for the point in these books when Galad's honesty and, like, his integrity mm -hmm. saves the day somehow, and Elaine has to deal with that. You know what I mean? Where, like, him being the upstanding person that he is, too upstanding to a fault, he and I would not, I want to be very clear, he and I would not be friends. I'm a shady mother effer, but I will happily lie if it is the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. And I can see the difference. But I can also appreciate that Galad, there, there is value in people like Galad uh, existing the way that they do. 
And I am excited for the point when Elaine has to, like, eat crow about him in some way. Yeah, there has to be... He can't just be, like, the the, the bad guy. For, there, well, there has like, to be a payoff to how much they talk about it. It has yeah. to come up in a relevant way later. Yeah, and I just, it has to mean something. Otherwise, it's... I'm sure he's going to end up being someone's warder, right? And so I just... I can't picture him... I, it's either he becomes a warder or he becomes, like, a dark friend. And Galad, the dark friend, would be super interesting. I have been spoiled, so I cannot comment. Oh, right, right, right. You know what happens to him. Sorry. Um, all right, well, then let's move off it. I, I want to. <laughs> uh, I wrote in my notes, the Gs are demanding, but Nynaeve is having none of it, and Egwene is too horny to speak. <laughs> that was, that's what you got under that? All right, right, well, because right. they're, like, demanding, and Nynaeve is, like, telling him off. Nynaeve is telling him to leave, and Egwene is sitting there, like, She's like, Galad's cheekbones. <laughs> Are hey, so tired. If Henry Cavill was standing in front of me, I don't know I would do any different, you know? Especially if I was like No, you 20. are competent enough to speak. You you would hit on him. You would flirt. I don't know. I'd be like <laughs> Dragons and Wolves, thank you so much for that super thank you so chat. Much for the super we really chat. appreciate it. And oh uh, thanks for coming back for more of this nonsense. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Thank you. Um so uh Elaine is standing by the fire because she can't sit down because Shariam gave her a big old spanking. Yeah. Uh, can we talk about the... No, you know what? Let's get through a couple more points, and then I want to talk about some timeline stuff here. All right, yeah. Um, the Nynaeve lies to the boys to kick them out, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah. Like, and Egwene's like, are they really not allowed to be here? And Nynaeve's like, no, they are, but no. they're stupid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't know, so it doesn't matter. And Nynaeve does what we all expected, which is immediately tell Elaine everything, uh, because Elaine is on the team, but Nynaeve doesn't want the Emerlin seat to know that yeah. Elaine... Is on the team. Yeah. Do you think that this was a good call? Which part? Would you have Telling initiated Elaine. Elaine onto the team? Oh my god. Yeah, of course. They those three spent all their time together. If they had just suddenly been like, sorry, Elaine, we have things to do and you're not allowed to be part of it, like that would have just been like Elaine, first of all, would not have stood for it. Second of all, she would have figured out what the hell was going on because she would have been she she would have been trying to figure out mm -hmm. why they were like so it wouldn't matter. It's easiest just to like bring her on board and like trust her with it because they know she's not a dark friend and they need as many people as they can trust. <laughs> like your brother, thank you for that super chat. No, he's uh, he's become a narg. Oh, for joining the nargs. Yay for something on Nerdy's face. Are you talking about my goatee? Yeah, everyone in chat likes your... your, your I had hair. an audition, so I had to shave my beard. I like it. But I still needed to look old. So this was the this was the facial styling that we came up with to try and keep me looking old enough for the part, but clean shaven enough for the part. It was it was a long conversation last night. Um, <laughs> being an actor is a really weird job. Yes, but thanks for joining the nerd table for another month. Um. So yeah, no, I I think having Elaine on is it's interesting to me that there was no conversation about it because what I found really fascinating about them coming back is that Elaine's participation in what they did really causes this great stir. Or the relationship between Camelin and um, the White Tower, and I was—it was unexpected to me that they would so casually like put that relationship back in danger here, and that Elaine isn't more in the way that she's responding to the situation isn't more aware of her duty to her uh, her throne. Yeah, but here's the thing: when it's like the entire world is in danger, or you're gonna piss off your mom. Like, like, 
you know, one has more weight than the other. It's not about piss out her mom, though. The relationship between Camelin and the White Tower might is be as important. Already, already in the water. But, like, but it might be as important to the final battle as what they're doing, right? Like having the the Aes Sedai having allies who mm-hmm. don't hate them anymore uh-huh. could be of great value in the coming war. Yes. However, Elaine can always t- tell her mother what happened, right? And like give reasoning for it and say it was me, it wasn't them. And, like, it's not like Morghese is not going to, like, believe her, right? Like, Elaine can always mend this. Uh, Maybe. Especially because later on she does send a letter and, like, let her mom know, Oh, sure. Know, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and like, I, she does get there. I just, I, I find it, I, I found it fascinating that she's so on board. It, it just, just from, like, the way she, that, like, she would have been raised, I'm surprised that it doesn't come up more that there's... I, I want Elaine to have more tension as a character. I agree with that. And she's a little simply written. Not, yeah. and she's very intelligent, but, like... She's, like, she's just kind of there right now to help facilitate mm-hmm. things. And I, I, I know we're going to get more of her. I believe that in my heart of hearts. What? Jeremy Brown says I look like a horny Ned Flanders. Oh, I and saw I, Tony Stark in there. I don't know how I feel about horny Ned Flanders, but uh, okay, diddly dokly, neighbor. Um, Jesus Christ. No, no, no. I, I think that for me, I, it's really just about Elaine. I, I want her to interact with these situations more in a more complicated manner than she is. She really does feel like the third member of the party right now. And she doesn't have any POV either, which doesn't yeah, help with that. No, that's true. I, I 100% agree. Uh, like, And the whole, like, she's destined for Rand thing gets less interesting if she's not her own character. Yeah. And this, it, like, I would be more on board. The reason I'm so on board with Min and Rand right now is because Min is a fully fleshed out person who like has goals and desires and and dislikes that are very clear to me and I really like how three dimensional Min feels as a character yeah. and I and and so I'm I'm more interested in her whereas Elaine to me has ways that they could make her feel more three dimensional has connections to this world in really huge ways bigger yeah. ways than anybody else oh yeah she's and they never so come important. up yeah, yeah, yeah it's always like oh well my mom's upset but like I'm on board and I'm like okay but like what does that mean to you yeah. And that that I'm, stuff we're not getting into. I'm much. like really excited for her POV chapters. Yeah, me too. Because I hope they come. I yeah, yeah, that's the thing. First of all, I hope we get them. I think we will. But those are the ones that I'm most excited for out of like really any character because because her situation is so unique, mm-hmm. being daughter heir and also becoming Aes Sedai and how all the Aes Sedai around her want to use her to like, you know, the Amarillo seed is like, I'm not letting you go. You're, you have so much potential and like, we need you. And Elada, which comes up very shortly, Elada needs her to be the first queen Aes Sedai mm-hmm. in however many hundred And the first years, queen Aes Sedai right? who can openly be Aes Sedai, it, which yeah. I thought was a nice touch. Yeah. Before we get to that though, before Elada bursts into the room, uh, <laughs> Elaine pushes uh, Gwen towards Gowan instead of... I know, they fully have a side tangent. She's like, you know, I would love to have you as a sister, but, like, fuck Galad, and, like, just... Gawain actually really likes you, but he's not going to say anything because Galad saved him as a baby or something? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, all right. Fair enough. Honor's weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, also brothers. I don't know. Gawain's a nice guy. If I get it. Gawain's like, oh, I can I clearly don't. see that they have a thing, so I'm just going to not. Don't marry into royalty. 
Don't Meghan Markle it. That's all aren't, I'm going to say. Wait, aren't <clears throat> you descendant of Austrian okay, nobility? I, sure. I'm just saying. But like barely. I don't have money or titles or land or... I'm I, just saying you're a you third. You have seen my bank you're account. You're a third. You have seen my bank account. You know exactly how much I have because yes. it's mostly money you made. Um, uh, the girls... Well, the Austrianness of it all we can get into later, chat. Don't worry about that. Um... <laughs> The girls decide to heal Matt themselves. Yeah. Because. Well, because Nynaeve is like, I don't think that they're going to heal him. Which, mm-hmm. which I is fair. didn't re- I didn't think she picked up on. I thought that was just kind of for us, the reader. But yeah. Nynaeve was like, she's she's watching. Um, so that was that was fun. I was like, I, I was like, oh, they're going to go heal him and it's going to go terribly wrong. Like something awful is going to happen. But then. Nerdy Von Knightley. Nerdy Von Knightley. I like it. <clears throat> Nerdy Von Viennes. Noranda uh, uh, says, now we know that beard is just to hide his massive chin. <laughs> God damn, this, this show is off the rails. Um, yeah, there, I, I, I think that Nynaeve could have done it. I believe in Nynaeve. I think she could have pulled it off. I don't. Uh, after reading the chapter, where like... I don't know. She's Nynaeve. If Egwene's tears can heal Nynaeve from being burnt out. Hey, I'm also kind of burnt out. So, Egwene, if you could, like, <laughs> come and I'm cry. I'm feeling a little burnt out, too. Feel a little burnt out. Could you come cry could on you, me? Uh, could you revitalize me? <laughs> I'd appreciate it. Thank um, you. Uh, yeah, so they're they're literally about to just go heal Matt. But Aleda, Aleda being the lovely red that she is, the definitely not a dark friend, uh, crashes into the room. Uh-huh. And um, that's the end of the chapter. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, wait, what? Chapter 17. Uh-huh. Aleda interrogates the girls. Mm-hmm. She's really fixated on that I said I queen thing we talked about. We already said that, though. It's cool. Which makes total sense to me. I 100% buy that. Like, she, you know, she's she has been able to have some kind of measure of influence in the court, but having, like, a fully realized I said I, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where the, the Morghese holds, uh, like, a lot of love from a lot of people, and I think that her daughter would as well. And so having an Aes Sedai that is outside of the White Tower that can prove, hey, like, we're not scary witches would be mm-hmm. s- have such a positive impact. And so I totally understand Aleda in this moment. Yeah, it's like, you need, you need to be protected at all costs, and I don't like them, but they're with you, and so there's nothing I can do about it. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to get into Aleda's feelings about the girls in a bit, because um, that was weird this week. But uh, yeah. I wanted to call out Nynaeve here for actually doing a good job of not revealing all of her intentions right away. Yeah! I complained She's for books. Better. I complained for books about how Nynaeve just kind of, like, wears her intentions on her face yeah. in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. And it made her seem not braid. super smart. <laughs> yeah. uh, in this scene, Nyne- Nyne- the arc of Nynaeve is happening, y'all, because she actually keeps a secret. Yeah. Well done. Good job. Nynaeve, proud of you. Right? Proud of you. <laughs> um, and just when it seems like Aleda's really going to get the answers out of him, when all hope is lost. Sherry! <laughs> Sharia shows up. And guys, we got to talk about timeline here. Because the timeline of this makes no sense to me. It's wild how fast everything happens. So from the time they went to see the Amerlin seat, this is all of the things that happened. They talked to the Amerlin. Then Elaine and Shariam left the Amarlin seat. Elaine and Shariam apparently went and Shariam spanked Elaine. 
while Egwene, Nynaeve, and Amon Seed had a five-minute conversation. I mean, it wasn't that... Uh, I would give them 15 minutes, probably, they for all walked, that. They walked to their dorm, almost got killed by a gray man. Yeah. Walked um, immediately from that to Nynaeve's room, where Elaine... Oh, no, and Shariam's there. Shariam... Oh, yeah. Sh- yeah Shariam she- is where the gray man is, mm-hmm. when she should be spanking Elaine. Then they walk to Nynaeve's room. Elaine is there <gasps> post-spanking. And then Shariam shows up again. It wasn't her. It wasn't her where the gray man was. Everyone I'm talking about is a woman. It can't be. Sorry. Literally every person that I just said was a woman. Guys, uh, uh, Shariam was not, did not find the gray man, was not there. That was Lanfear again. No. Because Lanfear became Elsa later in the book. Yeah, but Shariam knew about the... Uh, knew knew about the gray man when she visited them in the the room. Right. Never mind. Ugh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fair. Yeah. So okay. So I she's... agree about the Elsa one later. Yeah. But Shariam okay. Shariam remembers seeing the gray man because okay. Nynaeve is like, "What ha- about the body?" Nope. Yeah, you're right. They do talk about it. God damn it! I was like, <gasps> close. <laughs> this yeah. is all too fast. This section because Shariam is supposed to be spanking Elaine. Yes. But no, but Elaine's already back too. But Elaine... It was the shortest spanking ever. Yeah, I In mean... order for Shariam to go to the Grey Man. But then, Nynaeve, Nynaeve and Egwene go to the room, talk to Galad and what's-his-face, maybe, maybe a half hour. The whole scene with Aleda. Yeah. A half hour is a stretch, though. Yeah. And Shariam shows up and is like, I dealt with the body. I got these two boys involved. I also talked to the Emerald Seed about it. I'm like, how did you have all of these conversations and dispose of the body in an, in an amount of time to show up in time to interact with Aleda being in the girls' room? Like, Shariam is in so many places in, like, 45 minutes here. Maybe, maybe... Maybe Shariam is dead and Lanfear. What? No, 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 okay. And and Lanfear is using her, like, her as cover to stay and... Because she's basically living in the White Tower. We know Lanfear is literally living in the White Tower. Maybe she killed Shariam and has, like, taken her place and that's why she can teleport everywhere. No. <laughs> no, I think it's I think it's just that all of this is supposed to take longer than it feels like when you read it. But it it just it the the sequence of events was so close together that it felt odd, and the fact that Shereen was able to get rid of a body that mm-hmm. fast was very strange to me. That was a little bit weird. But here's the thing: this like here's the thing: the spanking doesn't need to take more than five minutes, right? You get your switch out, just whack them a little bit, and then it's done. It, this it, you don't need to like draw it out. It's like I'm gonna make it hurt to sit, and then you're gonna leave. <laughs> Um, Kenny says she has unlocked time travel via spanking. Uh, yeah, it felt a little bit like Hermione in book, uh, two. Three. Three. A little time turnerish. Yeah, uh-huh. So just, uh-huh. It, it, it just moved too fast. And then, so Shereem shows up and is like, okay, we're gonna go to Matt's healing. And I was like, wait, this yeah. is happening now too? Also happening you're, right now. You're gonna heal Matt seconds after you just found a gray man outside? Like, yeah. And we're going to get into another moment that feels like this in a couple of chapters, but I'm like, slow down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot. There's a this lot. doesn't need to happen, like, this second. <laughs> but also, the girls don't need to heal Matt, because we're going to go to the healing now. 
Yeah, I, I, I was like, this is a bad idea, and I'm really glad that uh, they dis that they're not gonna heal Matt themselves. I kind of would have liked if like all of the Aes Sedai had walked in on them trying it. They would have been, they would have been spanked again. I don't know, like what other punishment? They're already doing all the dishes, so. Okay, y'all, I understand that you can spank quickly. The 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 real quick timing for me that doesn't make sense is, is, how is getting rid of the dead body. Yeah, how Sheriam gets everywhere and it still is able Sherry to do all those finds things. the dead body, gets rid of it, goes to the Amerlin, and gets back to the girls' room in the time it takes the girls to like kick Gawain and Galad out and have like a two-minute conversation with Aleda. Yeah. Like, there's just a, a, a Shariam does a lot very quickly behind the scenes of that this section. She's speedy. She's she's. <laughs> yeah, but speed is not necessarily efficient. Yeah, I'm just saying. Maybe she's like <clears throat> she is one of those terangriel. I don't know how you say it. That's like gives her like super speed. <laughs> before uh, before she's we the flash. <laughs> before we get into uh, Matt's healing, I want to bring up uh, Shariam believes that the crime should be forgotten after the punishment. Does that surprise you, considering she's the, like, punishment person? No, I that especially coming from her, that makes 100% sense. I see, I don't buy it. Because she what? seems, she just seems very intent on giving people reputation based on their behavior. Yeah. And so she, I don't know, Shereem to me seems like the kind of person who has a very long memory of everything you've ever done wrong. Yeah, but here's the problem. Like, you can't hold all that against people. Because then, like, you don't give those people room to, like, do better, you know? See, I've not gotten the sense from the Aes Sedai that they are, we're going to give you second chances, people. Are you kidding? These, they, what? Half the tower thinks that they should be stilled for, like, running away. Yeah, that's my point. The Aes Sedai, as a community, do not seem like second chances people. They're like, oh, you ran away because Leandrin told you that you were supposed to? We well, think that you should be stoked for that. <laughs> they don't know that. But that's my point. Like, the Aes Sedai very much don't have a second chances kind of vibe to them. Mm. Elsa got kicked out for looking at boys too much, so. That, just, that is true. We find out that the, the Amerlin put her on a ship back home because she just liked watching the waters. <laughs> I guess because Fair. she wasn't, like, interested in studying and, like, fine. But, like, it was very funny. I personally don't get it because Lan isn't there, but, like, teach their own. I'm, I don't know. Galad is there. Yeah, no, he's too pretty. He's too pretty. A too, too pretty. Uh, all right, so um, Shariam leads them down into the, the basement where the Terangrials were keeped. keeped. Were keeped? Or keeps. Um, we're not sponsored by keeps, but if you're losing your hair, go to keeps.com. Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> so they come into the room, and uh, the, the ladies are all arranged around a table, a tablet, if you will, uh, and Matt is lying there. He does not look good. He's not well. He looks like the Crypt Keeper from the Tales of the Crypt Keeper. Uh, and... <laughs> oh my god. I can't. Swan is at the head of the table. Leanne is at her, at the feet. Uh, and then there's eight other Aes Sedai at the table. Shereem joins them to help out. It takes ten Aes Sedai. Do you think that Nynaeve, Egwene, and Elaine have the Was power of ten, ten Aes Sedai? Oh, I thought I wrote down eight for some reason. Yeah, four on each side plus Leanne at the feet. and. Um, oh, I thought that was including them. Never mind. I can't do math. Um, yeah, there's, I'm like, there's no way Nynaeve could have done this because it, it took, like, t 10 of the strongest Aes Sedai in the tower. And the strongest Sarangrial. Yeah. Like, there's no, Sa like, Nynaeve would have killed them all. A hundred percent. Um, yeah, she pulls out, uh, the, the great dildo and she waves the great dildo over Matt. Uh, it's, it's large enough she has to two-hand it. Um, so you know that thing has a lot of power in it. 
Uh, and Matt just starts screaming in Manethrin. <laughs> Is that the language? No, the ancient. The, the old tongue. Old but, tongue, whatever. You know. <laughs> in Manethrin. But I love, uh, it translates to, uh, I am a free man, I said I. I am no I said I meat. Hot. I feel like another name for Wardor is I said I meet. Uh, I mean, Only among the greens. People... Only among the greens. Only among the greens. You're right. You're right. Hey, you're you right. got some of that I said I meet. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, Gwen, you wanna you wanna hook shush. me up with some I said I meet? Shush, 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 shush. Um, uh, yeah. There's also uh the. Oh my god, I can't. I literally cannot. Um. Yeah, Matt. Matt clearly in a past life was like the leader of what was it? The Hearts. The, oh, I wrote it down here somewhere. I should have highlighted it. Um, the Heart Guard. Mm-hmm. He was clearly like a commander of something called the Heart Guard, which like we don't really know much about yet. Um, no, I think he was the king of Manethrin. He was the king. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. He's the he's the reborn king of Manethrin. Right? Okay. That's why he's the leader of the charge. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. In this world, every single charge is led by a king. Fair. Like Faldara, um, yeah. Agamemnon leads the charge. Um, Agomar. Uh, I knew it was in there somewhere. Jeez. What? Uh, I like the movie Troy, okay? Brad Pitt is really hot in it. So is, like, everybody in that movie. I cannot deny that. Uh, Troy is a bisexual's paradise. That is, um, you're not wrong about that. Um, but yeah, that Red Eagle, <laughs> that Red Eagle of Manethrin is, uh, is a very prominent symbol in a lot of these books. Well, and what's funny is, you know, you get the Red Eagle, but then there's supposed to be a hawk, and uh, what's the other bird on Perrin's shoulder in all of the visions? Is it also an it's eagle? It's no. It's... Raven? A hawk. No, it's not a raven. Uh... It's a hawk. Maybe it, no. It's like two smaller birds. Chad is reminding me that Agamar is not a king. That is true. It's a falcon. A hawk and a falcon. So it's not an eagle. I was like, I know it's a small bird. <laughs> Saint Jimmer says, wait until nerdy finds out about ancient Greece. I've played Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Thank you very much. You know everything about ancient Greece. Honestly, though, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Like, I watched you play it, and I was like, I was still like, there's a lot of actually good learning stuff in here. My favorite moment in Assassin's Creed Odyssey was in the first area. When you Googled the place. <laughs> so I, 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 I opened the game and I was I was in this cave and I was really frustrated because I couldn't find whatever this like item was at the bottom of the cave. And so I Googled the cave. Yeah. And the real cave, it's just a real place in, yeah. on that island in Greece. And you didn't And realize. it looked exactly the same. And I was like, did they just recreate Greece? Exa-? Like I was so blown away by how one-to-one it looked. Yeah. I was very, very impressed. Um, so Matt, Matt's gonna live. Matt is gonna live. It took some effort. Yeah. But, uh, I also love the, the moment where the girls are, like, struggling to not channel. Yeah, there's so much Sidar in the room. Yeah, they're yeah. feeling it. Yeah, they have to, like, actively stop themselves from just, like, opening up to that much power. And I was like, and they, they all, they're like, I want, I want that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, <laughs> soon. I don't know. I feel like that's always going to be the tension of these books, right? Is that they can't open themselves that much to it. Well, I think that eventually they will be able to channel that much power. But it's, yeah, it's that, like, always having to struggle to bring yourself back out of it before yeah, it, yeah, yeah. like, consumes you, right? Yeah, that's... So... It, it, it gets really interesting in a couple chapters, which we'll get into when we get there. Um, but for now, Matt wakes up. And one of his first thoughts, one of his very first thoughts... Mm-hmm. 
is of Bale Doman, the ship captain. He's like, I, there was a ship captain. And I was like, ship captain. Ship captain. Let's go, Bale Doman. Um, but then he very vividly remembers the fall of Minethrin. Yeah, he has like a, like, laugh fully like a vision kind of, I don't know. But it was fascinating. Mm-hmm. It was so cool. I was like, I love that we're finally getting a little bit more of this after Matt started yelling in the old tongue in book one. Um... <laughs> Uh, Duro, thank you for that super chat. You say, uh, and it came to pass that after the longest prologue in literature, the Wheel of Time finally begins, 19 chapters into the third (laughs) book. Um, Matt Kaufman. Yeah. Guys, I'm going to have some controversial opinions about Matt here, and I hope that you'll come along this journey with me. Um. Okay. All right. This is a new character. A new Matt. Matt is functionally a new character from here on out. There is very little about the character that we met before Shadar Lagoth that is intact at this point. Well, the problem is we didn't get much of him before Shadar Lagoth, right? All the stuff where he's tainted by the dagger is obviously kind of moot, right? But the, like, the silly, like, um, speaking when he maybe, like, shouldn't, you know, things like that, um, and making fun of people in, like, a lighthearted way, but maybe not in the right situations or like that lightheartedness, like the, uh, of, of just like interacting with the people around him. I definitely think was there. I, I feel like I have, I'm, I am a lifelong comic book reader, mm-hmm. which means that I'm a lifelong person who is used to retcons. <laughs> to this Rob- is a retcon. A little bit. Yeah. I think that Robert Jordan realized that he wanted to do something with this character yeah and realized that the setup that he created for this character was a little bit uninspiring and a little bit not very useful to the plot and not realized and so he just kind of recreates matt yeah with he 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 just recreates matt here Mm -hmm. with a whole new backstory we learn about his family yeah we learn that matt has been trained in combat from a young age by his father which (laughs) never came up no when lan was training him no uh i just want to say thank you so much for the super super duper chat we appreciate it we're excited we're excited to learn more about matt and like that is exciting but yes it does feel like like robert jordan was like okay now we like really actually got to make this guy somebody and lan never noticed that matt is a champion level quarter staff fighter god at wielding a shaft yeah like it's did you just god at wielding a shaft i did i i went with it um you're you're welcome um smut corner it there, there, there's a lot here that comes out of nowhere but the thing i think that comes out of nowhere most for me is in the scene with nynaeve and Egwene. He's very much like, oh, you want me to do that for free? And I'm like, that's not the Matt from the first book. Matt was very much about helping people, his his friends out. He was a prankster, sure. Yeah. But like, if I got the feeling from book one, Matt, that if Rand had been like, hey, dude, I need you to deliver this letter for me, his mm-hmm. answer would have been like, of course, Rand. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Whereas, I, and I, I'm sure that it's this is kind of the taint of Shadar Lagoth. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, Nynaeve is kind of like, oh, of course, like, you are the guy who always needed something for something. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's that's interesting because we've never, that that aspect of his character was never brought up before this. I think, uh, Methany, thank you so much for that super duper Methany, chat. thank you so much for that super chat. <laughs> True. I, here's, here's my theory. Matt Chef is... <laughs> Matt... Starring Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Matt is a new character, I think, because he didn't, 
like, yes, he had that one outburst in the old tongue in book one. Mm-hmm. I think that whatever happened to him in the healing and pulling him apart from the dagger, I think has opened him up to to his previous incarnations. And I think that that is bleeding through his character now. And okay, I know that yeah. that's like a kind of way to just justify it, but it makes sense to me. Like I, I buy that 100% because we don't really know how the healing works. We Nobody knows how crazy an effect this dagger has had on him because remember, he's incredibly lucky all of a sudden. Like, yeah, he used to win like a yeah, yeah, that's now. That is literally new. I mean, like yeah. the backstory stuff is... The horse trader written. and the staff quartermaster, no. that is that is kind of like thrown in there as like a little bit of extra justification. But yeah, it's it not It's me. a soft retcon of the character. Yeah. And, and I'm not bit. complaining. I'm not saying that that is a bad thing because I really do like this version of Matt mm-hmm. and what we get in the next few chapters. I'm yeah. just pointing out that it feels very much like in book three, a lot was decided in order sure. to make this character more relevant to the story moving forward. Yeah. That just simply wasn't there. Mm-hmm. In he, he was not a quarterstaff master th- three books ago. He was yeah. not in combat, like, absolutely yeah. crushing it. He was scared out of his mind as if he'd never been trained before. Yeah. And he's now, the one who, like you said, he's his the one who dad fell. is the best quarterstaff fighter, so much so that his dad usually beat Rand's dad, who is a... Heron Blade Master. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It is It is a soft retcon, and it's okay. And, like, it works for me because the character, I, I really like the character here, mm-hmm. and he's awesome in these chapters. Yeah. But the, the way that he is portrayed is entirely different. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, I, you know, being, like, getting his perspective on things also, like, feels, also feels like a big shift because we're actually seeing things through his eyes as well, which is very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, uh, yeah. So, uh, he wakes up, he, he goes through his, like, mind journey through Minethrin, he leads the yeah. heart guard forward to charge the Trollocs. Yeah. Super cool. Uh, and then he looks over and there's just a heaping pile of food. And he's like, food second, I need to know where I am first. And I just want to be very honest. I, uh, how? Yeah, no, food first. <laughs> food first. Food first. You we are eat, very and then you find out who's food, feeding you. Food-driven people. Um, <laughs> you know, when you talk about, like, dogs, how they're motivated, they're, like, people-motivated or food-motivated or other dog-motivated. We're food-motivated people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. <laughs> um, I, I love that it brings up that Matt's dad never did anything dishonestly. That's not in the show. Uh-huh. Wait a second. The man who cheats on his wife in the middle of the town square? <laughs> yep. That's a weird, weird tidbit. Um, anyway, uh, and <laughs> I, I love that he's like, I need to figure out where I am and then I'm going to eat. And then he looks around and he's like, nah, I'm in Tarvalon. And then he sits down and eats. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Doesn't right. even open the door. He's like, ah, rich people. Tarvalon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, rich people. Okay. I get it. I gotcha. <laughs> um, and so the first person to interact with Matt after he wakes up, you would assume maybe the Amelin seat. Um, maybe one of his friends, maybe, um, uh, oh, no, it's Celine. Yeah, no, it's, uh, Lanfear. <laughs> There's a knock on the door, guess who? Lanfear walks in, Matt is butt naked. Yeah, fully <laughs> naked, and it's like, oh my god, and, like, jumps into bed. <laughs> uh, Dusty Wheel, let's absolutely do that. I want, I, I will, I would love to come on the Dusty Wheel. So, yes! Hi, hi, Rond. Hello. Um, Thanks yeah, let's here. set that up. Um, yeah, so Celine walks in, Matt is fully naked, and she's like, if you put a little weight on, yeah, I'm like, down. 
okay. And, like, and uh, someone else later on mentions that, like, Matt has, like, nice eyes or something. And he's like, I have nice eyes. I think it's the Taviranness is starting to poke through. Yeah? You think that's what it is? Look, Robert Jordan apparently said that he does not like when people add smut to the Wheel of Time. But then he made it the horniest fantasy book I've read in a long time. Because being Taviran apparently means that everyone around you is just super horny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of, uh... I'm, I'm starting to think Taviran just is pheromones. <laughs> yeah. You know what it's I mean? Like a, it's like a scent that you can't smell that just influences you. Um, it's like I, a weird Star Trek episode. <laughs> I loved the, uh, the... He's like, I wish Perrin and Rand were here because they would know what to do with this woman. And I'm like, are you... Do you want to force them? What, what is your goal? <laughs> He, I wish Matt is, bi. <laughs> Matt, Matt is bi. He's like, it'd be more fun if, you know, they were all here as well. <laughs> uh, so uh, I just wrote in all capitals, smut. Smut. This is the easiest smut corner ever, oh, right? God, Matt's yeah. already naked. You don't like. You don't even have, yeah, you don't have to take, take the time to take the clothes off. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Lanfear just shows up and you're like, oh, okay. She just lives here now. She's like, yeah, I was already here doing other stuff, but I thought I'd give you a visit. I'm like. Do the Aes not do they not know who she is does she hide herself from them is she not recognizable is she just like too hot that no one can like confront her like i just i don't understand the I want lady that was power. too horny to speak <laughs> yeah well, <'cause laughs> it's like oh she must be nice and i oh shit oh god i feel like crap about myself i'm like is that it does i just i'm kind of like are the isidai so incapable that they can't even protect the White Tower? Like, how how are the Dark Friends not already winning so, so hard? I mean, they kind of are winning. Not really. They keep losing. <laughs> but it's shocking to me that they keep losing when Lanfear could just kill these girls in their sleep. Like, what? <laughs> she can go anywhere. Unless she's only half there because <clears throat> she's using the, like... Well, I don't know. I don't know how the dream world works yet. Um, she opens doors, though, so she can yeah. touch things. Like... The, the the gray man can walk into the tower. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> the white tower seems like the least safe or secure place ever. Oh, God, yeah. And I just... It, it, it would be like if in the middle of a Harry Potter book, Bellatrix Lestrange was just walking around Hogwarts and yeah. no one knew. And nobody, nobody knows. Although, to be fair, well, I don't know. Draco Malfoy walked around. Yeah, but he was a student. Yeah. And they knew that he was... Like, the, the the difference there is that Gandalf knew the whole time and Gandalf? wanted... Er, <laughs> Gandalf. He knew the whole time. Dumbledore knew and, like, wanted to save him, right? Because yeah, Snape fair, knew fair. and Snape told him. Like, there was no point in that book where Draco Malfoy was doing anything unawares. Yeah. Whereas here, it seems like there are multiple people who have access to the White Tower who are evil yeah. and can do whatever they want there. Here's the thing, though. I'm pretty sure Lanfear is basically a shape changer. Like, because I think she... I think she but, is Elsa. But... I think, because Elsa left 10 days oh, no, 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 no. ago, and yeah, Matt yeah, yeah. sees her. Elsa is without a doubt, no, 100%, Elsa is without a doubt Lanfear, right? Okay, okay. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with that at all. I'm saying that so the she, shape changing, is that not using the one power? Because wouldn't all of the women there see her do it? Um. Well, I, I don't know. That's tough. Is I that is that know. a separate power? That doesn't involve channeling? Perhaps her, perhaps the, like, because she's, like, evil, she can mask like the channeling somehow or maybe it comes from a different mm. place uh, maybe maybe because like 
Oh God, chat is like. <laughs> it's just it's it's okay, okay, okay. The, the White Tower is. The, the Aes Sedai, to me, have been set up to be so utterly incompetent. They are, and that's why they're falling apart. Oh, I know, I know. But, like, they're they're so they're so incompetent. Yeah. That it is, like, almost, like, funny. Like, I'm, like, giggling every time they reveal another way in which the Aes Sedai are, com- are just so bad at what they do. Yeah. And, like, the three oaths become such a joke. When you're like, you guys need to get rid of the oaths and become good at this. Well, because you are then... failing at... Every single level. Yeah, and then in, in Green's trial. Well, let's get to that. When right, we get to like, it, right? yeah, I'm just saying, like that. That's definitely implied for sure. Um. So the so let's 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 finish this section with Landfear, right? Because Landfear is straight up like, you know what? I lied to Matt and Par- or Random Parent, and they bought it. But you know what? You're you're too you're too good. She's like, you. I don't need you to. I don't need to push you to search for glory. You're gonna no, do no, that but yourself. She, but she's. What I'm, what I'm saying is that she is acknowledging that Matt isn't gonna buy into her crap, and she's yeah. like, all right, I'm gonna be honest with you. And she is more honest with Matt than she is with the other two boys because yeah. she is acknowledging that because of the dagger's effect on him, he's a far more paranoid and skeptical person. Than yeah, the other two, right? for sure. Um, and so she's like, I'm gonna use you, and they're also gonna use you. But at least I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna use you and be honest about it. So, but the and she's like, the Amarillo seat is not gonna tell you that your dad was here. Um, and then the Amarillo seat does in does. fact. Uh, tell him that his dad was there. Yeah. I was like, damn, Lanfear. Yeah, although Matt is like, well, I did have to ask about it. No, but but it, I, I think that we see a few chapters later, Matt's like, I have to get away from Celine too. Yo, and I yeah, think that he does not trust her. He's like, what? By being a little bit honest, the ambulance seat struck a blow at the darkness. It's almost yeah. like integrity is what beats out darkness. Mm. Yeah. That's why later on, I don't understand. I mean, I understand why Nynaeve is upset that the Amarillin knew, that Elaine knew, but didn't tell, like, didn't say anything. I don't know. I was like, this is so fucking dumb. <laughs> I could, I, I couldn't. Because she has to have plausible deniability with, um. With her mom. With her mom. But, yeah, I was like. Which is, which is again, another point where I'm like, these three olds are nonsense. The three odds are literal nonsense. If, I, uh, if, if, it, if it comes down to, mm-hmm. well, I knew, but I didn't say that I knew. And so when I lie to her mother, I can be honest about the fact that I didn't tell her daughter to go. Like, I'm like, if, I, if you are thinking that far ahead yeah. in order to justify your lie, mm-hmm. you don't believe in your own oaths. And that, this thing. is my problem with them. I think the idea of the oaths, how it came about, was probably out of necessity, right? You have these incredibly powerful people who can do these, like, wild things. And you you have, like... You have to be able to 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 have some measure of trust with them. And so I think that these oaths came about because people were just terrified of them. And they had to be like, look, like, we're trying to do the right thing. And to prove it to you, we are going to, like, bind ourselves. And and it's like, I get I get the idea and the thinking of it. But, yeah, right now it's like it, everything has kind of been, like, thrown to shit. Okay, like, but having, having said that, mm-hmm. what is the value of the oaths then in a situation where... Almost every single person we meet calls them bullshit. Tam immediately calls them bullshit in book one. Yeah. The people in Kyrian don't trust the Oaths. Yeah. The people in Tyr don't trust the Oaths. Morghese doesn't trust the Oaths. Yeah, because Nobody, 
here's the thing. If the oaths are for other people yeah. and every single person in any were. form of power <laughs> doesn't were. agree with them. It's been how many hundreds of years, right? And and now now it doesn't work because the Aes Sedai have had to take these oaths and then had to get more manipulative and more like sly because they've had to do that. Now people trust them less and less and less and less. And so it, it's moot. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying originally how it came about, I completely understand it. It was to try and be like, hey guys, look like we're trying, we promise we're going to try and do the right thing. But the value of the oaths was only lost because the Aes Sedai corrupted them. Yes, 100%. And so like it is literally, yeah. the it, it is another like rather massive failing of the Aes Sedai that they corrupted the oaths. Oh, right? a thousand percent. I agree with you. I'm just saying I understand originally the like purpose for them and how they came about. But yeah, the Aes Sedai screwed themselves over because now they, they have to magically bind themselves and nobody trusts them. And so it doesn't matter, right? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's unfortunate. And I think that that's what's so cool about these books is that, you know, the light side is also fucked up. <laughs> like yeah. they've, they've messed up. They've really shot themselves in the foot on so many occasions. And they, a lot of them have not learned from this, even mm -hmm. though there is a whole faction of them that's like dedicated toward like history and knowledge. Um, and it just, it's fascinating. And like, even Varen is part of it. Although Varen seems to like, seems to try to want to do the right thing. I really hope Varen's not a dark friend because I, don't I, I find her very interesting, but yeah, it's like, it, it's just, it's so well written because you're like, these are the good guys and God damn, just, they're, you know, fucked up. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I just, it's tough. Yeah. I, I think that it's it's especially tough because the Aes Sedai right now, to me, don't seem to be good at anything. Yeah. And it makes it kind of... I think the tower is going to fall to these white cloaks. I don't think so. You don't think so? No, I think that Nynaeve is going to be... Uh, either Nynaeve, Elaine, or Egwene is going to be the Amaran seat within, like, two books. Mm -hmm. And then the, 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 the white tower is going to get, like fixed by them okay we'll get to that with the with the i think that narratively the white trial. tower has to be there for the end like i think that like the Aes Sedai have to like be a part of this moving forward um yes for sure but like i think that they are about to have like a reckoning especially because Lanfear is there in the middle of that well, but also the gray manor like like there's just there's no there. there's no security no they're all so screwed i don't understand why they're not just killing them why they're like I don't understand why the gray men like the gray men like could have killed Nynaeve and Egwene much easier than like shooting across a courtyard. They could have just slipped in the room in the middle of the night and cut their throat. Like I don't understand, and maybe that's mm -hmm. why the Aes Sedai aren't losing is because the Dark Ones assassins are just also incompetent, and like maybe everyone sucks on every side, and like that's how they're getting by. But if your security mm -hmm. is this bad, there is no reason for the Aes Sedai to not all be dead. <laughs> Also, I'm surprised that the, the 13 uh, Aes Sedai ladies didn't kill more people on the way out. Yeah, well, how many or did they kill? Or any named character. I don't know, because I have no idea how many Aes Sedai they are, yeah. except that the tower is large enough that they don't all know each other, which is still crazy to me. Yeah. It's like a large university, right? Yeah. I don't yeah. know how many people they killed on the way out. But they killed enough people that people care, but not enough people that it was anyone that our characters knew. Yeah. Literally no one named dies, right? I honestly thought that Elsa was going to be one of... Just so that we had a name, like a reference for someone who had that died. If, 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 it would have been so much cooler if 
that was the case. Yeah. If, if they were like, wait, you saw Elsa? She died. She was killed by Leandrin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been a way cooler reveal. Um, the Schwartz, thank you for joining the nerd table. The Schwartz! <laughs> Your Schwartz is as big as mine. Yeah, it's, it is, th- th- we have not been given a clear scope of the tower, and, like, that's tough. That's tough. Because, like, they'll see people who be like, I know that person, and that person I've seen before, but I don't even know their name. Okay, so Tuber says I went to high school with a thousand people, and I didn't know a third of them. Yeah. If there are a thousand Aes Sedai here... That is so many people. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's massive. That would be... That's a lot of magic users. Yeah. And here's the thing. It just seems to me like there's like 150. Dwindling. That's what it feels like, right? Like, because mm-hmm. their numbers have been dwindling. Like, there are less and less Aes Sedai every year. So, yeah, I would have guessed like maybe 200. Especially considering we keep running into like the same seven. Yeah, exactly. We run into the same people over and over again, which I think is like... Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Nim by another name says, I went to class with 30 people and didn't know basically any of their names. Nim, that, that's on you. That's not that's that's not the class size. That's because you're probably an introvert. Um, a, a lot of our chat is saying there's like 900 to like 1,000 Aes Sedai, which seems wild. That is wild. massive. Are they all at the tower? Why Why is all the drama happening to seven people then? Yeah, it, it seems... <sighs> Uh, yeah, it, yeah, that seems weird. I, it's not like I don't believe you, chat, but I, I just have not gotten there's 900 Aes Sedai around the country. Mm, yeah. Okay. But they're not all, like, actively at the tower. Huh. Like, that I would buy. If you were like, yeah, well, there's, like, 30 in each kingdom. No, not all at the tower. Oh, okay. There are, okay. like, 500 of them like in the tower. Like, half in the tower. That is Still, nuts. 500 just seems... It seems like a lot, right? Yeah, like, 500 people was, like... My, like, when I was in grade 10, my class size. Your class size was 500 people? Yeah, I went to Crescent in grade 10. <laughs> there were 300 students in my in my high school. Yeah, no, no, there was, like, 1,500 to... to yeah, it was it was an awful nightmare, and I left for grade 11 and 12. Um, um, a cedar yeah, star says, I imagine, like, 30 at the tower. That's what, that's what I was feeling, too. Yeah, I imagine, like, 100. Maybe. Interesting. Um, we need to move on. We are yeah, we are yeah. stuck on this. It's yeah, um, it's fine. Um so yeah, so Celine is like, oh, trust me, not them. And then Emily C's like, trust C. me, not them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Emily C comes in. Um Matt does not tell her about Celine. No. Yeah. Which like I, I get it. Matt literally just got there. He doesn't know any of these people, so like I kinda get it. But it's it's I'm like um, so, uh, but she also says that like he can't leave the the city. He can leave the tower, but he, he can't will, leave the city. He will literally die of hunger. Yeah, and he might possibly need more healing. Like they did their best, mm-hmm, but yeah. if there's any like shadow left at all, then they will have to like try again. So mm-hmm. there is that, which I feel like is going to come back later. <laughs> um, and so yeah, we move on to Varen summons mm-hmm. Egwene after work. Egwene's been scrubbing them pots. Yep. Because um, boy, boy, howdy, do we get a lot of pot scrubbing here. Um, and It's a kink. Varen gives her the Black Aja Rolodex. Um, he's like, here's everything you're... <laughs> the Black Aja for dummies. Uh-huh. Um, chat, I know I've said this before, but when when we first like started making jokes about like there is no Black Aja, there is no Warren Bossing Say, I thought that we wouldn't be talking about the Black Aja... All the time, but yeah. it's every other chapter. Yeah, I, I definitely thought it'd be more of like a, like, covert 
don't yeah, know. no, no. It's the black eyes are very them. open. They don't they don't care. Yeah. Um and reve- uh, V reveals the dream world to mm-hmm. uh Egwene. Uh Talaranriod. Talaranriod. Um was uh the last dreamer was Korean in Nadil. Yep. That name comes back. Comes back. Yep. Uh, they like to add ins on the ends of words. Yeah. Korean, Koreanin. Just an extra, just an extra. Korean and Koreanin. Um, <clears throat> and then I have a picture here of something I wanted to discuss from the Ooh. novel. Ooh, I also have some pictures, but I can't even remember what they are. Um, <laughs> so uh, Varen, Varen's reading a little, a little text from yeah. that Age of Legends, and she goes, uh, what does this mean? Heart of the dark, Baal Zaman. Name hidden within name, shrouded by name. Secret buried within secret, cloaked by secret. I literally Betrayer of hope, Ishamayil betrays all hope. Truth burns in seers, hope fails before truth. A lie is our shield. Who can stand against the heart of dark? Who can face the betrayer of hope? Soul of shadow, soul of shadow, he is. I also it took, ends there. I also took a picture of that. Uh, so Baalzaman is the heart of dark, uh-huh. and Ishamayil is the betrayer of hope. Yeah. I'm assuming that Soul of Shadow is Lanfear. And so you have like the heart, the soul, and the betrayer. And those are like the three. That's like the holy trinity of the Dark One. I assumed that this entire thing was about Balsamon. Well, I, I mean, she literally names the Shamayo here. Yeah, I still think they're the same person. Cause it was, cause I the the reason. So the reason that I had thought that is in the the chapter um before when Moraine goes to the two sisters that are like chilling out in a cabin in a town somewhere. There was like yeah, yeah. there was there was like a reference there to them like to him, and that's why I think that they they're the same person. I think this entire thing is about Balsamon. I th- I think the whole thing, uh, heart of dark, uh, like betrayer of hope. Um, who can stand against the heart of the dark? Who can face the betrayer of hope? Soul of shadows, soul of shadow, which is like then capitalized I, the second time. He is, which I think is still Balsamon. I just I, okay. If that is the case, mm-hmm. I hope they can make Balsamon interesting. Because right now Balsamon is no longer interesting to me. I don't care. Yeah, he does the same thing every time he shows up. Rand has taken him out twice. I agree. Like. Baalzaman has to, if Baalzaman and Ishamayel are the same person, then Ishamayel, Baalzaman has to show up in a different way. Mm-hmm. Because I'm just kind of like, oh, because I, it, it, it makes the, the, it makes the fight in Falma meaningless, kind of. Yeah. Because then, okay, then what victory did Rand win there? Mm-hmm. He, he just stabbed himself for no, or he like opened himself up to be stabbed for nothing. <laughs> Yeah. Like, what was the purpose of that? And if Baalzaman isn't dead, then what could possibly kill him if not that moment? So, like, what yeah. are we... What are we? And it goes back to the same problem I have with the plotting of these books is that we're just retreading the same story. Yeah. And, like, I like the characters a lot and I love Robert Jordan's writing, so I'm here for it. But mm-hmm. at the same time, oh, are we literally just doing the exact same thing again? Is this going to be the second book retold? Where we get to a final battle and it's just Baalzaman and Rand. This time they fight with Kalandor. And then in book four, this time they fight with the... And then in book five, this time they fight with the... And then, you know what I mean? Like, is it... Are we going to just keep doing the same plot? 
Because the first three books have the same plot. Here's the thing. There are still so many other Forsaken. I know, but if there are so many other Forsaken, show us to them. Stop always going back to the same guy. We've seen four. Yes. Six. We've seen six. Six? Yes. Two were killed in book one. Yeah, yeah, Balsamon, Lanfear, and the two... The fetish twins. The two from the dream. Oh, right. The two from the dream. dream. That we don't know yet. Um... I think so so going back to a little bit to our conversation about the White Tower and how they kind of suck. The reason that I think that they're going to like they're they're going to fall, maybe not soon, uh is just like because uh Apparently what I said brought out the spoilers. Oh. Oh. Ooh, all right. Um uh Ishmael Ishmael betrays all hope. Hope fails before truth, a lie is our shield. Which is literally like the 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 I said I all lie within truths so that they can like cover their asses and I think um, oh interesting yeah yeah that makes sense so I think that I think that the White Tower is uh, screwed um, and hmm. I, I don't know how yet but I wonder if I wonder if Rand will be stuck dealing with like other people and like Balsamon like destroys the White Tower with Lanfear. I don't think Balsamon and Lanfear work together. I know I don't think so at all. <laughs> I don't think so at all. But they both want the same things to happen, and I think mm-hmm. that like mm-hmm. I think that maybe there'll be like a evil duo later on. I don't know. Hmm. Eh, it's, and this is me like pulling from like kind of what seems like gibberish. I I don't know. But I also took a picture because I was like, hmm. Never Bluffs brings up a really good point. Um, if you like this video, hit the like button. <laughs> it, you guys don't know how much that means to the algorithm. And in terms of the show growing and like, you know, our little community. So like the video or subscribe or both or leave a comment down below and say how much you dislike my goatee. (laughs) No, it's nice. Everyone go comment uh, a score out of 10 in the comments down below. Not in the not in the chat, but in the actual comments uh, and give my goatee a score out of 10, please. Uh, I think you have to Mm. exit out of the video to leave like a comment comment so do that. Oh, I think on mobile you do but on Oh, that makes sense. Desktop I don't think Uh, Alex, thank you so much for the super Thank you, Alex. Uh, The first three books are prologue to real events starting in book four. (laughs) All right. Great, I love it. Uh, it. So Varen gives Egwene a ring. I'm calling it the dream Terangriel. And Egwene is like, ooh, do I want this? I want to be the very best (laughs) like no one ever was. So she takes the ring um and i mean i would i would take it too she goes she leaves and varen is like oh should i have given her all the notes that koreanin took about that ring nah she'll be fine i know i was like you (laughs) here's the thing here's the thing i can like look if i think about it for a moment i can maybe (laughs) ship captain out of 10 Um, ship captain uh i can maybe justify why that would be if it wasn't dangerous, maybe. If it wasn't but it's dangerous, so dangerous, maybe. I'm like, maybe, maybe you give her the notes. Yeah, like I think, like I don't know. I can maybe think in my head that, like, hey, this thing that no one ever like really figured out. If I give it to someone with fresh eyes, maybe they'll be able to like see it from a different perspective without being like bogged down by someone's like previous notions about it. But it's a dangerous object, Varen. Varen has no concern. <laughs> And then for safety, Egwene was dead. Uh, no, uh, Egwene uh, just she goes back to her room. Um, <clears throat> nope, no, she doesn't go back to her room. No, oh, surprise, it's your accepted <laughs> surprise. trial. 
Surprise! <laughs> no one, no one told her. I know. No one was like, "Hey, oh, by the way, tonight at uh." They're like, oh, why wait? We're, we're tonight. Uh, we we need you. And then Shreem's like, "We couldn't find you." And Egwene's like, "I didn't. You, I didn't know, know that you needed to find me." Like, yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> Luckily, I saw you talking to Varen, or someone saw you talking to Varen earlier, and so I was able to talk to them and then find you inside <laughs> of Varen's room. I was, like, I was like, maybe if you just communicated a little bit. Yeah. Like just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe she would have known. And then maybe Varen would have known, and Varen wouldn't have given her all the top secret information well, yeah. right before I her know, trial. Varen didn't know it was her accepted trial either. Like, <laughs> like guys, also communicate. Varen Varen is unaware that Elaine is currently having her trial. Do the Aes Sedai just not tell anybody anything? No, and that's their problem. Yeah. So uh Shreem takes her back down to the basement where they cured Matt. Oh, God. Um and Aleda is the C word. <laughs> this whole scene. Yeah. Aleda suddenly hates Egwene. Um, Not suddenly. She didn't it's like her. pretty sudden. She, no, she didn't like her in the bedroom either, but Elaine was there. Hey, Egwene is young. She doesn't know what she's doing in the bedroom yet. <laughs> <That's> not, <laughs> she's you learning. Know, you know you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> Aleda, but Aleda comes on so, like, this is supposed to be Egwene's, like, trial like this is supposed to be like the moment where they like raise her up and she's like wilder and people accept that behavior right before like Aleda has been through what she's about to go through you're telling me that any woman who's gone through that would be so vile to someone right before they go in she's gotta be a dark friend i guess i don't know i just i i hated it i was like do do the Aes Sedai not care about their own traditions I, I later, yeah, Elena sucks. In, and in, I don't know why she was the one to go advise more days. Oh, yeah, terrible choice. Oh, I Literally put. terrible choice. I'm I'm surprised that like the ambulance seat didn't come in and be like, what the what are you doing? And like smack Elena in the mouth. Like, shut up. Yeah. Now's not the time. Yeah, yeah. She's she's like the worst. Yeah. And like I don't really like yeah, I don't I don't really get it. Yeah, it just comes I out just, of nowhere and it's the wrong time. Like it's this is supposed to be like a like a very like traditional like all, like it's like it would be like if someone showed up to a christening, you know what I mean, or like a baptism, and yeah. was like being and you're like, dude, what are you doing? Like I hate you. You can you know what? It was just very odd. Yeah. And it just kind of came out of nowhere. I I, I felt like Alita up until this point was never this dismissive. Well, we didn't get a lot of her in the tower, right? Yeah, but but then it gets she's super sus of Rand. But then she gets to the point where it's like, uh, well, we'll talk about the thing in a second. But I want to skip to the end of it when she's like, "Well, you're a wilder," and Egwene's like, "But I'm not a wilder." Not really a wild. Like I, and she's she like, was... "I know you're not a wild. I know you're not really a wilder, but you're still a wilder you're still to me." Wilder. And I'm like, "What? What kind of nonsense is that? In that case, everybody's a wilder to you. Like, yeah. what? What is your metric here? It's just like justification for like." alienating this person and and like i think she wants i honestly think she wants to fuck with Egwene so that like so that she's not overshadowing elaine but i don't i really don't know yeah it just it was very random it was very it it came out of nowhere and i was just like all right whatever yeah this this whole latest stuff it was not cute yeah girls not good look you're supposed to be like Lift it's supposed up. to be the You're trial. Supposed it's supposed to be like, lifting them up. Bring no. it up later or bring it up earlier, but don't bring it up now. Yeah. It's the wrong time. Like, Aleda, if you're going to be a dark friend, you've got to be politically more intelligent than this. Um, yeah, so you spent time in court. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. This the, It goes back to Nynaeve book one, when Nynaeve is like, like being... Why are you I'm like, don't let so people obvious. know 
Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. It's bad politics. It, it, it's like bad, like existence within the tower. I just don't understand why you would cause this commotion. Anyway. Yeah. The arch is literally vibrating because the Tarangrails are not sex toys. I mean, what? Um, they're um, not. They're not. The sex giant toys. vibrator uh, is going off. What? Um, you because, mean the arches? Yeah. Sorry. The, the arches are going off. Uh, How? And Alana is like, yo. Um, There's a weird, like, buzz. And Alana's like, yeah, well. Does, any, does anyone? Did someone not turn their phone off? <laughs> Yeah, you can't go into the room with the x-ray machine when you have your phone on. Like, you're supposed to turn that off, guys. Um, no, it was just weird. And and then, like... <laughs> so Paige brought up Elena. Elena is Ted Cruz. I, and I don't want to get political, but the, the Ted Cruz's Ketanji Brown-Jackson interview is the most unhinged thing I think I've watched in forever. Oh, God, yeah. Anyway, um, random aside. So, um, yeah, no, so uh, Gwen gets naked. And Shareem is like, the way back will come but once. Be steadfast. And... That thing. <laughs> Elaine, uh, uh, Egwene walks into the finale episode of The Wheel of Time on Amazon Prime. <laughs> yes, this, this will literally be the finale on the show. Um, oh my god. Like, literally, she's like, oh, it's my daughter and my husband. And I was like... Oh, oh, I understand where they got the finale of The Wheel of Time from. It's literally this scene. It's just this other person's perspective. Oh, um, God. And so, yeah, they have a daughter named Joya. Yeah. Very cute. Yes, very cute. Um, And Rand is getting these headaches because he's channeling. He's he's blowing trees up with lightning and shit. Uh, yeah. And just... She's like, no one else has put it together yet, thank God. <laughs> like it, Compared to Nynaeve's first trial, this was so pleasant. The first one, yeah. Nynaeve's first trial was a nightmare. Yeah. This was not that bad. She had to, like, leave Rand behind, but, like, compared to Nynaeve's first trial where frickin' Agintor was trying to, like, murder her in a maze. Yeah. Not that bad. Yeah, no. This this one was, like, I'm like, okay. But then that's when I knew that the last one was gonna be wild. Oh, yeah, things uh, get rough. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Things definitely get rough. Um. Mm -hmm. I, I do love that uh, Tam is out taking care of the sheep so that Rand can spend some time with his daughter. I know. Very cute. Yeah. Rand so would be sweet. a good dad if he wasn't, uh, you know, going to go crazy and murder his kids. Um, so, <laughs> so she goes back through the arch. It's a little tough. She's a little upset. And she's uh -huh. like, how could it possibly get worse than that? And I'm like, girl. Girl, just wait. That was not that bad. Buckle up. <laughs> you went to an alternate universe where you were happily married to the former love of your life and you have a beautiful daughter. I'm not really sure how that is the worst it could be. Um, because she walks through the arch again. Uh-huh. And we see Camelin in ruins. Now, this is supposed to be what but, is. Yeah. The second one is what is. Camelin in ruins. Yeah. Which... Uh, I, I know that, like, Camelin is kind of in, like, kind of in a bad spot right now. So, I'm feel is it, like, a metaphor? Is it a projection? I'm like, ah, I don't I know. Think it's a, I think it is a metaphor for without Aleda there, without the connection with the Aes Sedai, Camelin will fall. Yeah. And I think that, uh, I think that, I think that Camelin will fall relatively quickly because of, because Morghese won't ask the Aes Sedai for help. Yeah. And yeah. so I, I feel like this is like the very near future. If not the end of this book, then the end of like the next one. Yeah. Do you think <clears> Matt's <throat> going to get there first? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll happen first. Yeah, okay. I, I think that the fall of Camelon happens after the Stone of Tear stuff. Because they can't happen... They, but Matt has to get to Camelon in this book. Because yeah. distance-wise, it wouldn't make sense for him not to. Yeah, and it would just be too much. Like, and it would be too much for Camelon to fall and for Rand to be there somehow. And for Rand to... Like, I feel like Tear is the rest of the book. In yeah. the same way that Falma was the rest of the Great Hunt. Yeah. It yeah. would be a it would it would they would have to move really quick through the rest of this book to get to the Stone of Tear, get the sword, get unless they don't get to Tear right away. Unless they get this unless they get pulled to Camelin first, Camelin falls, then they go down to Tear. I mean that would be a lot. <clears throat> We're more than halfway through the book. It would right? be a lot for the second half of this book. Yeah, and we know that the sword is in this book because of the cover of the original. <laughs> so I think we're going to tear. Well, and honestly, um, like they, it's the dragon reborn. So he has to grab the sword in this in order to to be the, be dragon, the dragon reborn. reborn. It is like it's the, the title sign. of the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that that one, I, I, yeah, wasn't one hundred percent sure. But then, like Rand is like trapped under these yeah. beams. And is like, kill me. Like, I was like, oh my God. Oh my He's God. being responsible. Because we find out, Kate, we find out that you, if you have 13 magic users, you can force a person. We're not there yet, but yeah. No, the Rand, Rand. Well, but the first thing, we find out something else first, which I think is really important. Okay, okay, fair Rand enough. tells Egwene that he can keep the madness at bay. Yeah. But if he channels... It'll get in. Yes. And I think that this is going... That is going to be a... We are going to spend books with Rand edging himself. (laughs) Just like... We, there is going to be so much Rand POV in these in these books where he talks about how close he gets to using Sidon, but not. Yes. Literal books. I wish I could this. say that you're wrong, but I think oh that you're God. right. Oh my God. Is it, that the great slog? Is this edging? Is that it, guys? Is that is that what the slog is? Yeah, we, it's it's not the great slog. It's going to be the great edge. The great edge. That's our new shirt. Uh-huh. The great The, the great true edging. edge lord. <laughs> <laughs> Right, because like if he can hold it, if he can hold the madness at bay, but he has to use all of his uh, willpower on that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's edging the taint. <laughs> no, but seriously, right? Like, there's there's no, going to be an element right. of these books where he's holding it at bay, yes, and he's just edging hard the whole time, yeah, because yeah. he's gonna want to, and it's just gonna be we're just gonna be reading like, oh, I wanted to use Sidon so bad, but I was able to hold back. I was just in the void, like trying not to use Sidon so hard, mommy. And it's gonna be like it, it's gonna be books of that. I think I think he's gonna learn how to do that uh, when he goes to the Isle Waste. I think that I, I told me. <laughs> What? I totally forgot about that. You always, I thought we were going there in this book, but I don't see how we No, can. I don't think we're going there in this book, but I think that, like, because the IEL totally have their own, like, place where channelers can go, mm-hmm. I think that they are going to have a different perspective there and going to be able to, like, help him with his ability. He's going to, like, 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 put the taint in the desert, and then they're going to extract it as oil and have cars. No! <laughs> <laughs> so Rand is like, kill me. And Egwene's like, I can't. And he's like, no, no, you like, you have to kill me. And she's like, nah. And then the art shows up and she's like, bye. No. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm going to not kill you. I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to leave. Honestly, I'd do the same thing. I'd be like, I can't, I got to get out of here. Which like that one. Yeah. That one. Um, I was like, but before she gets out, Rand says what you were saying that uh, Rand is like, they can, you use can turn Aes Sedai. 
If there's 13 of you. Yeah, you do this weird, like, satanic ritual, I guess. Okay, but if there's 13 dark eyes to die, yeah. why are they not just, like, going into people's rooms at night and, like, one by one turning well, them all dark? I think that is what happened in the White Tower. <clears throat> but then why, why what? force your hand and not just keep doing that? That's what they're doing. I think there are still... Cause remember, oh, you think there's still 13 Aes Sedai in the tower? Yes, because okay. remember, we know that two of each faction left the... Um, yeah, which is so, which is a left. really cool... The, the way that that is all explained, yeah. that it is two of each faction... Well, that's yeah. the next chapter, but... Sorry, that, I just skip ahead. The, but that it's two important. of each faction and that their ages are all different and their locations are all different. Yes. Was, I loved that tidbit. Yes. That so, was very cool. So I honestly think that, like... Because there's so many Black Aja, and you, God, you would think that, like, some people would be smart enough. So, like, to realize that that's, don't be evil. Um, but, yeah, I think that they, I think that that is how there's so many of them, is they're literally oh, no. turning people. Chad is, Chad is right. You also need 13 Madral. Yes, so? It's the White Tower. <laughs> Lanfear is there. It's, it's true. Lanfear they, they, is there. There's probably a, there's probably a room where the 13 Madral live. They in live the in the tower. basement somewhere, like mods in a Twitch chat, and Lanfear just feeds them every once in a while. Or they're using the, the, the paintings from the show. Yeah, the paintings that Swan and Moiraine teleport through. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Are those a thing in the books? Or did, yeah. did the show completely make up those paintings? I, I, yeah, I don't know. Let us out of the basement. <laughs> <laughs> we give you guys plenty of food, okay? Yeah, there's a supply of water down there. You can get out of the basement when we finish the Wheel of Time series. So, we love you like guys. 2024. Um, <laughs> A huge, huge, huge thanks to our Yeah, go throw the mods some love, guys. Seriously, they... Wait, the paintings are not in the book? Ah, okay. Well, that does not really surprise me at all. It's the... the... What a weird thing to make up! They needed teleporty thingies. But she could have just gone to a room. (laughs) Eh, Yeah, but they're in the White Tower. She goes to a room the next episode. Yeah. Yeah. I like the paintings, actually. I don't think it's crap writing. I actually like the paintings. I just figured they would be in the books. It's a cool concept, especially in a world where there is already is the ways and the portal stones. There's just so many different forms of teleportation in this that yeah. that didn't bug me. But. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think that Lanfear is just keeping some Merdral locked up in the in the basement because... No, because the, the 13 I said I are Baalzaman people, not Lanfear people. I don't think Lanfear has... Minions. Interesting. Because the the because right. Leandrin and the Sanchin uh, High Lord Lady were both working for Baalzaman, not for Lanfear. Right. Yeah. No, no, no. You're 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 right. Okay, I I rest my case. That's fair. Um. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Rest my case. I don't know. I, I I was like, no, no, no. They're totally like turning people to into Black Aja. Yeah, I know. I agree with that. I just I just don't think that it's Lanfear that's doing that. Unless I maybe. Think it's Unless Baal maybe. Zaman. Yeah, there are 13 in the tower and they can like teleport or take them to like the dream state while can they're I, like, sleeping and then do whatever they need to do. Can I be honest? Yeah. I don't like this concept of turning people? Yeah. What does that mean? I mean, it does make Rand even more dangerous. Not really. It yeah, makes it, Rand kind of boring. Well, no, because he, he first he has to like control the madness, and then we get he gets that underway. It's like, well, no, he can still be dangerous if thirteen. But was but what was so fascinating about the dark friends? Why Ingtar was so fascinating to me is because he had a totally rational reason for becoming a dark friend. 
Yes. I bought why that man went the way that he did. Yes. If and- it can just be forced upon you, then character motivations don't matter. And like their okay, personalities don't matter. Question and it's in. like, okay, yeah, she's evil now. Question what in. does that mean? Do you think that this like turning of a channeler means that they are forced to like channel against their will like the callers? Or do you think it turns them into like dark friends and like brainwashes them? I, I don't know. Because maybe, and maybe I, the, either like, neither's great. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe the like thirteen thing. Maybe maybe like turning the channeling is just the channeling, and like the person is like, I don't want to be doing this, but they just like don't have a choice, like with the callers. But what does that mean? Like, but like and also for, actually, for, for the storytelling uh, of the characters, oh, what does that do yeah. for? I I'm just my my point is that like. Sorry, that makes sense about how someone discovered the callers and how they work and was able to manufacture them. Yeah, if it plays out like that, yeah. But, like, what kind of control... Like, what... I don't I don't get it. Because what it does is it means that any person can become evil for no reason. It's just an act that happens to them. And then all of our enemies are now victims. It, which is just really, like, okay, yeah. Here's the thing. I, I don't think we have enough information one way or the other. But I think... It can be really interesting because it means that their greatest power is also their greatest weakness. This ability to channel and do these incredible things is also, like, could be anyone's downfall. But that is already true without it being forced upon them. Uh, I mean... Power corrupts inherently, right? Like, the concept of having power creates ego, it creates corruption. That Mm -hmm. corruption happens naturally... And is fascinating. What if Leandrin is corrupt because she decides to be evil? Mm-hmm. Super interesting character. Right. If, if she's Leandrin because she's was been... made evil by a spell, yeah. then I don't really care about her as a villain because she's just a pawn. Mm-hmm. It's it's my problem with um it's my problem with Bane in The Dark Knight Rises. Bane in the Bane in the comics is one of the best Batman villains, in my opinion. Yeah. Fascinating. Bane in the Dark Knight Rises is a thug. He has no personality. He has no, like, he has no desires. And once characters no longer have desires because they have just been turned into a a puppet of something, Mm -hmm. they are less interesting to me. And Leandrin choosing to use her power for evil is so much more satisfying narratively than... Oh no! She just she doesn't have a choice. She's yeah. just she is a dark one now, and uh, you know. I think I think it's and that that's what up, makes me nervous about it. Yeah, I, I and I agree. I think it could end up being kind of lame in that where it's like okay, well they had no choice. But I think that like the dark one needs numbers, and yeah, there's there's you can corrupt a decent amount of people. Like you know there are a lot of people who have their own evil intentions, but like you also the more people that you can get like. I think that there will be a bunch of people that are that have been like corrupted by this like ritual thing because they just they need numbers they need power. I, so... I just feel like the dark one has up until this point the dark one has been so good at corrupting people through corrupting them. I mean I don't know Balsamon is I don't know how the fuck Balsamon no but like Intar Bors like all of yeah. these characters that we meet we understand how they became affiliated with the dark. I think that he's already really good at that. I don't think that he needs this other tool in his arsenal where he can, like... Yeah. And I always just find those stories boring because they always get undone. Like, inevitably, the storytelling of that is, oh, no, our friend was turned evil at the ceremony. 
we can't fight them, but then we're going to fight them and then we're going to undo it somehow because we'll have the Terangriel MacGuffin that undoes the thing. You know what I mean? And or it, just, it could it, be like a very rare instance. It never becomes about... It's really hard to make those stories about what those characters' desires and, like, themes are. Yeah. It always just becomes about undoing the thing. Mm -hmm. And it just becomes MacGuffin storytelling. And there's a lot of MacGuffin storytelling in these books. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> Tavarin. Tavarin. <laughs> Sam, thank you for that super chat. I love man. Bane is boring chat. in the movie. They, yeah. In both movies he's in. Um, you've never seen uh, Batman and Robin. No, um, but I did see the Harley Quinn show, and I do like him in that. The anime. Bane show. is very funny in that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's not Bane, but he's, no, he's very funny. But it's just it's it's amusing. <laughs> just move on. <laughs> you know what? You're right, Never Bluffs and uh, Alicia. It's time to move on. Um, I understand that it's only Chandler's. I, I people keep saying that. I've said that. I know. I'm yeah. aware. I'm just saying that that doesn't make it more interesting. Yeah, it is more interesting for people to choose to be bad. Than to just for sure, that. and I, I think that this is going to be more of like a like rare instance kind of thing, as opposed to like every other person yeah, yeah. has been like turned. Um, it was just an idea that I had that yeah maybe the reason there's so many blockages they're like sneaking in at night and like hundred percent yeah. Um, so the third trial. God, we right. still have a trial. Right, we still have a trial. Uh, Okay. Egwene? Well, if Egwene, like, talks to Sherium in between arches two and three. Yeah, and Sherium's like, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. Oopsie. Nobody knows, but Nobody I'm going to tell you <laughs> because you're the main character of the book. Yeah, yeah, Egwene yeah. um, kind of is the main character of this book this in an interesting way. part, yeah, at least this, like, chunk for sure. Yeah. Even the last chunk, though. Egwene is kind of the main character. She's got that protagonist energy. Um. So then uh, Egwene... Goes back in. Mm -hmm. Third arch. Mm -hmm. She's the Amelin seat. Oh, boy. I'm shocked. I, I'm shocked, yeah. I, um, I was shocked reading it, actually. I was like, oh, wow, really? okay, they're really foreshadowing this hard. I kind of already felt like it... I, I don't know. I can just... I can totally see Egwene as the Amelin seat, and I felt like that, yeah, that was going to happen. So I don't know that she actually that will be the Amelin seat. I think she will. Really? I, I feel do. like so much time would have to pass in these books. Yeah, there's 14 of them. I mean, yeah, but like, are these books going to cover decades? Is there decades of fighting left in this country? Not decades, but I think... Egwene has... It has to be decades before she can be Emily. Here's the seat. thing. I think that the White Tower, like, falls, right? I think the White Tower gets screwed over, and Egwene is like what... in is, her vision here, though, it's pretty It's pretty erect. In her vision. That is, shaft is pretty erect. It is erect. Thank you, Robert Jordan. No, I, I, I agree. That is like a, like... A, a, a possible form of events in the future. I do think she's going to be the Amarillan seat, but it's more going to be like the Amarillan seat of the ashes that she can build up without having taken the oaths. Oh, okay. No, but it seems like everyone around her is taking the oaths. Yes, in this like version. Oh, so you're saying like this? The, there's metaphoric stuff in here that will be real, and not all of it will be. Real. I think okay. so. Um, Possibly. What do you think of Egwene rising up from the greens? Oh yeah, yeah. She's so horny. She's yeah yeah. yeah. She loves men. And we know that if you want to be a green, you have to love men. Thank you, yeah. Alana. She's we appreciate that. so horny. Thanks, me. Thank you for that super chat. Thank you for the super The gold chat. video is going to drop before my stream on Sunday. Yes. <laughs> uh, we're doing a long stream of Pokemon on Sunday, uh, and there will be a new YouTube video. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Rand's trial is happening. Yeah. It's happening. And Egwene's like, uh, no, I'm not going to gentle him. So Aleda is like, Get her! And then Beldian or Beldine. She like hesitates. And Aleda's like, see? Oh my gosh! Like. Beldine clocks her in the head. Yeah. 
Because she's been stilled. Yeah. Wild. This whole thing is wild. This whole thing is Egwene like... Egwene wakes up on a table. There's yeah. 13 Aes Sedai, 13 Madral in the room. She's like naked. And then she <laughs> the... channels Balefire, which Which... I think is like the green stuff from Game of Thrones. I So that was my first thought. My second thought was it's kind of like the fiend fire. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think it's got to be one of those because then later she's like, wait, what's Balefire? And then there's... She straight up just burns through Murdral. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Wild. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, truly, truly wild. Yeah. She's so powerful. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. That's why I think she's going to be the MMC. Like, Mm -hmm. look, I think Nynaeve is going to be, like, the most powerful overall. But I think that she's just going to not have the temperament for it, right? I think that Egwene... That's why I think Egwene is going to be the MMC because it cannot be Elaine. Right? Elaine has to go be queen. Yeah. Um, So it's got to be Egwene. Do you think Nynaeve stays with the Aes Sedai? Maybe. I don't know that Nynaeve ever gets risen to Aes Sedai. Oh, like I said, I at all. I mean, I think. Yeah, she, I don't. I don't. I don't know that she. I. I. I think that she like might leave before she becomes Isadai. I don't. I. I feel like one of them doesn't come back from this. Huh. Like at the top of the next book, I think that one of them doesn't come back from this, this trip out. Because otherwise, you're just literally like you know, in order just for it to be different, and maybe it's the just problem- my desire for it to be slightly different this time. Yes, the problem with that is that it, uh, Nynaeve still doesn't have complete control. Like, she's still very emotional, and I really hope she kind of gets that under control before she decides to, like, go out on her own. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's scary, right? Um, yeah. Um, Sam Parfait, thank you for that super chat. Uh, hey, do your copies of the book have a glossary? They do, yes. Like, the pronunciation guide? Yeah. Yeah, I don't look at it. I don't want to be spoiled. I mean, daughter of the night, see Lanfear. Yeah, that's stuff I don't, like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like glossaries are spoilers. I guess they can be sometimes. And so, well, because I haven't read the whole book. So it's, it's going to be a glossary for things that are in for later parts of the book. For that might be later. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So I, I, I don't read, read glossaries for books that I haven't finished. You know what? Fair enough. Fair enough. You know what I mean? Because like, I, because, um, I did that once for, um, a Game of Thrones book when I was a kid. And you and, got spoiled? Well, I was spoiled on Lineage. Who was related to who? Oh, right. Oh, yup, yup. Steak, thank you so much for the super chat. <laughs> I'll probably forget all this by the time I start reading the series. I love probably. that you watch the show without reading the books. That I is know. very funny. We love that. Um, so let's let's we got to keep going. Yep. We sorry. have an hour left, and we have sorry. not gotten halfway through yet. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sam, welcome to the nerd table. We appreciate you. Thank you for joining the nerds. <laughs> the nerd nerd. The nerds. The nerds. The nerds. <laughs> um. So, uh, Aleda betrays her. Um, and, uh, so, uh, Egwene finds Beldian. She's like, they, they came in my room and stilled me in the middle of the night. And I'm like, yeah, I'm surprised they haven't been doing this more often. Like, seems yeah. like a great strategy. Yeah, that's... Um, and, uh, Rand is being gentled. Literally, she can, like, see it in the distance through a window, I guess. <laughs> and she's like, I could lift him from here, but then they would see me channel and... Then the arch pops up and she's like, I could save him from being gentled or I can watch him be gentled as I walk through the arch. And she's like, God damn it. I gotta, I gotta do the dang thing. I mean, she's also not sure that she can save him. Like, she's That's like, true, yeah. she's like, I actually like don't 100% know what to mm-hmm. do in this situation. Um, Yeah. And we find out that she hasn't taken the oaths. Right? She says to Billy, she's like, I can do a lot more than you think because I never swore on the shaft. So... And I don't, I don't know. I, don't I have know a picture of, that. I, I think it's in this, um, where, 
Oh yeah, the library. Oh, this is actually this was from the Varen chapter, but um, the library stood a little apart from the tall, thick shaft of the White Tower proper. Thank you, Robert Jordan. For Robert that. Jordan was a horny motherfucker when he wrote these books. Yep. Like, Gwen walked into the giant penis. <laughs> Yep. What? And so... The tall, thick shaft no, of the White Tower. you're not wrong. Um, that is going to be the name of my memoir. My God. The tall, thick shaft of the White Tower. Probably. Um, and so, yeah, so the arch is, like, crackling with this weird, like, energy, and so she runs through it, and it uh, hurts. Uh... <laughs> Yeah. And she gets back out of it, and the the thingy is, like, vibrating, and all the ice die are sweating, and, you know, it just, it, it got really spicy in there, I guess, um, because the ring was nearby. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so she gets through, she gets her ring, the ambulance seat is, like, welcome, but, like, everyone's not really paying attention because they're all like, oh, no, the Terangriel's broken, what happened? Yeah, everyone's, like, super nervous. Um, and Egwene is, like, not super worried about that because she's like, did people see my papers? Yeah, right, right. Um, um, and then yeah, this is where Aleda is like a dick, and we, we Aleda's like a dick some more. She's like, "You're a wilder," and Egwene's like, "I'm kind of not though." She's like, "No, I know that you're kind of not though, but you're still but you you're are still to wilder. me." And I'm like, "Sure, Aleda." And then she asks Alana what it means to be a green. Yeah, Alana's like, "You have to like dick." Yeah, yeah, basically. You have to really. You just have to like like, like, like dick. No, 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 no. Like, what does it mean? She's like, "I get, I know, but like, what does it mean?" He's um, like, oh, we're the ones who, like, stand ready. And then Alana is like... She gets all, like, proud. I like it. She's like, I should have stopped this when the thing was buzzing. I would like to do dishes. I would like to share your punishment. And everyone's like, no, that's so dumb. And yeah. I was like, yeah, that's this is dumb. But it's an excuse. She wants to hang out with Egwene. She likes yes. her. Yeah, she does. She likes She her. doesn't just like men. Uh, but she also is like, yeah, when two Terangrials that are of similar ilk are in the same room, sometimes... It's Bad things happen. And I this is this convenient. is great writing. No, yeah. no, 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 no. This no. is not convenient. This no, no, is, it's great. This is great writing. Yeah. You set up that she has the ring. Uh-huh. You set up that she's actually worried about bringing the ring to this event. Yeah. The Terangrials buzz. And then you tell the audience, if two Terangrials that are related to similar things uh-huh. are in the same room, the dream ring for the dream world and the arch that takes you to the alternate reality are related to each other. And so they interact with each other. This is Great writing. Yeah. This is, this is, it's, it goes back to what I said about the convenience of um, Min running into the girls outside of the um, Adam house in mm-hmm. Falma. Yeah. This is the way that you set up interactions between the world and the characters that draws the audience in because it's like, oh my God, of course the thing was buzzing. It's the Terangrials. Yeah. It, it's so cool. I'm kind of sad that they're leaving the White Tower again because I was almost, I was almost certain that Egwene was going to, like, try and go through the, the arches with the ring. No, that would be a bad idea. Well, we, we don't That'd know, right? Really, that would be a very bad idea. Probably. Considering the last time almost killed her just by having it in the room. Well, but that's that's the thing is, like, we don't know how it works. And I just wondered if they'd get to that point where it was like, well, we don't know what else to do. And so I, I was just curious. Mm-hmm. Um, Steak, welcome Steak, to thank the you for joining table. the Nords. <laughs> the Nords. Uh, um, so then, uh, Egwene is sent to bed because yeah. that's what you do after you uh, kidnap her in the middle of the night to go do this bullshit. Yeah. So she goes to Nynaeve's room and Elaine is there and she's crying and then, and then they all cry and then together. They all cry. Yeah. And then Nynaeve is like, we're going to get our revenge. And I was like, revenge like, for what? what? Whoa. Okay. Wow. All right. There. Nynaeve is like, we will make these ice and I pay for training us and. Yeah. Sure. Nynaeve is still like, I'm going to get my rain for all of this. And I'm like. 
do you really still blame Moiraine for everything that's happening? It does not. It seems like Moiraine saved your lives and then saved your lives and yeah. then saved your lives and then saved the world and yeah. then saved your lives and then saved the world a second time with you. And she's like, that Moiraine is the cause of all this. And I'm like, you've met the, the devil. You have met the actual devil. And you're like, this is all Moiraine's fault. Yeah. Like, at what point? <laughs> at what point does Nynaeve go, you know, it, it, it's almost like Moiraine isn't responsible for everything that has happened. I don't know. Nynaeve holds grudges. Nynaeve holds grudges, for sure. Which is why she cannot be the Amulet Seat. But That's I think she, what I mean. She, she, but also, I don't think she can join the Aes Sedai if she actively wants to kill one of them. She I... can't take the oaths because she wants to use the one power as a weapon. Like, her whole, the entire yeah. reason she's here is to use the one power as a weapon. She can't yeah. take the oaths. That's why I think she leaves. She's going to get trained up and then she's going to be like, <laughs> just getting by. And th- no, I'm serious. I think that yeah. she leaves. You might be right. And... Egwene stays. And I think that it fractures the relationship for a while. That would make sense. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, she yeah. literally wants to use it as a weapon. Like, that's her goal. And she says it in the end of this chapter when she's like, we're going to get our revenge. <laughs> so I what? just read Eric. <laughs> Many believes Moraine is turning the frogs gay. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's go. Um, Matt oh, wakes up again. He yeah. eats more. five meals. Yes, more food. And he heads down to the guardhouse to, like, suss out some information about trying to sneak out of this place. He runs into Elsa. No, that's second. Oh. Oh, I thought uh, that he was He goes to the guardhouse. Uh, and the guards are like, yo, dude, we you know you, we're not going to let you leave. And he's like, damn it, I just let them he's know like, what I look yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, he's like, I just messed up. I made this bad. so much worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he runs into Elsa, then who runs. gets super he's weird. Like, which is weird because if she is Lanfear, Lanfear went and like saw him earlier. So I don't know why she's suddenly being all like, maybe she's like trying to act as what she thought Elsa would act like. I literally know. It idea. was very strange. This she's scene like, with Elsa is like set up to be like, oh, it's not the Elsa that you know. And I'm like, yeah, but it's also not the person who is impersonating Elsa. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, And then Matram Coffin yep. goes to the training grounds. Yep. Looks at all the sweaty men. And goes. Me too. I could, I could, I could beat them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, wow, those pretty boys. I can whack them with my shaft. Um, and he does. He does. <laughs> and then, and then he l- literally beats up the best swordsman, who is almost warder level. Yep. I'm fine with Matt having quarterstaff knowledge that he didn't previously have, but like. <laughs> He's a god. <laughs> yeah, and and I and I think it's the old blood. Like I, that's the only way I can like explain Elsa from Frozen. No, not no, quite. But, uh, but she's chat. a little frosty. She's um, frosty. Uh, Matt Matt goes like full on Rand in the void here. Yeah. Like he pulls like the void, and then he it reminded honestly the scene reminded me of in the Sherlock Holmes movie with Robert Downey Jr. When he's in the a boxing match and he's like, well, he stepped on his left foot. And so he's going to swing his right fist at a 36 degree angle and I'm going to undercut him with a... And I was like, Matt is literally like a Jedi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He uses the force. Yeah, pretty much. That's what it feels like. And, and it's just it's just interesting because you're like, well, 
Uh, look, I, and I get that the quarterstaff versus sword thing, which then comes up later, right? You know, the, the arms master is like, who was the greatest warrior of all time? He mm-hmm. was defeated by a farmer with a quarterstaff. Remember that guy who won every battle and defeated many enemies? Defeated with a quarterstaff. And like that, I get. It's just... Yeah, the, the origin that, short. We yeah. finally get, we finally even know where that origin short comes from. Yes. From the show. However, however, Matt is dying. <laughs> He is too weak to stand yeah, yeah. and is able to, yeah, literally He has use, bursts of adrenaline. He's able to use the force and to be it's, fair, it, he hit I, I would be more fine with, I would have enjoyed it more mm-hmm. if it was more about his old blood than if it was about how his dad was a former quarterstaff champion. Yeah, I Who don't trained think... him as a kid because when yeah. they go, because when he was training with Lan, yeah. it did not, at no point... In any of the Lan is training the boys how to fight, mm-hmm. did it come up that Matt had been training his whole life as a quarterstaff champion? Mm-hmm. It just wasn't. It wasn't relevant until now, yeah. and it was just suddenly relevant. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, but we've seen Matt in combat before. Like we've yeah. we've experienced him in combat know- before, and he at no point where the books like Matt was doing really well because he is a god tier quarterstaff yeah. fighter. He was good with the bow. We always knew that, but like he's yeah. Like they you only said, talk about his you, bow. Yeah, you, yeah, like you said in like the first bat, he's the only one that like fell off his horse and was like struggling against the Trollocs. And so yeah, it's just, it was it just does, the book adding in the element of like, oh yeah, of course I'm good at the quarterstaff. My dad was a quarterstaff champion and he trained me. Yeah. was just a very sudden backstory thing that I was like. Okay. okay, cool. I'm like, I, I buy into it. It's cool, but it was very sudden. I understand he didn't have um, the quarters have on him in those moments. It is yeah. just, it, it is just, it is a strange thing to introduce in It never three. came up, right? Yeah. Like, Lan could have chopped a branch off of a tree when he was training the other boys. I don't know if you guys know this. Quarterstaffs are really easy to find. They're called sticks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those things where it, it, it is a little bit convenient, but I'm not mad about it because Oh, yeah, no, I no, like... I'm fine with it. It was, like, great. What, Rand kicking their asses? Awesome. Yeah, oh. And, and... No, Matt. Matt kicking Sorry, Matt kicking their yeah. asses was awesome. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the green... Or the fact that the Aes Sedai are upset with him because he hurt Galad is the funniest... <gasps> I know, they all rush over and they're like... Ugh. It's <laughs> literally the funniest... The, the, the girls are like... How dare you hit our our golden boy? I know, I'm like guys. Relax. And the joke, Gawain's like, I wouldn't be surprised if one of those uh, <laughs> one of those Aes Sedai just bonded him to her while he was unconscious. And I was like, I know, I was that like, is what? A weird joke. Okay, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Also, the, it it is weird that there's like fighting competitions at Bell Time. They just like to have fun. I don't know. I, but, like, why is there so... The, I, I don't know. It's just... It is funny that they're like, oh, yeah, the bell time. Remember the festival from the beginning of the books that was all about drinking and stuff? Yeah. No. There's a fighting competition every year? Yeah. Yeah. That that Tam usually wins, but Rand at no point talking about Tam is like, oh, yeah, my dad is an incredible quarterstaff fighter. That, and yeah. that's what's weird about it, is it's brought up as if it's like, oh, yeah, bell time, where they have the fighting competition. And I'm like... We talked about Beltine a lot, and that never came up. Yeah, yeah. There was no, like, oh, I'm excited to see your dad kick butt in the quarterstaff competition. You know, like, eh. It's I, fine. I'm I, Again, I'm not really complaining. It is just funny yeah. that, like, the this thing that, the, the, the what Beltine was is very different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That competition is mentioned in book one. Interesting. Is it? I don't remember. I don't remember being brought up I mean, at all. The, uh, the archery competition, yes. I do remember that because Tam is, I remember archery, yeah, yeah. It, we, yeah, we, we know that the Two Rivers people are, like, pretty good archers. But, yeah, I just... I don't remember much about... 
I don't remember anything about the quarterstaff and also that his dad is a horse trader. That was... That, that, that also that his dad does nothing dishonestly nothing we dishonestly. need to move on we have so much left to uh-huh. talk about we need to keep going mm-hmm. Gawain and Galad get their asses kicked the girls are upset about it because Galad is hot um, and yes. uh, we don't get any more of Galad from here on out so we don't get to find out uh, how he feels about it unfortunately but I'm assuming we'll get that at some point I'm, yeah. I'm really sad we don't get another scene with Matt and Galad before Matt leaves because we never get to see how Galad feels about losing this fight hmm, I mean we might well, yeah, but Matt won't be there for it. We might. Matt is going to Camelin. Oh, yeah, yeah, but that'll be... Galad's not going to Camelin. Not yet. If if, yeah. if Morghese finds out that Elaine is gone again, she might bring the boys home. That's fair. Um, But, well, if the letter... Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Right? Um. So, chapter 25. Um, The girls are having a big old debate about uh, Varen's notes. Yep. We learn about the two from each Aja thing. Um... Do we have time to get into Egwene's dreams? Yes, we have to have, we will make time. Oh my god, this Um, is going to be a long episode, y'all, because Egwene has, like, all of the dreams. But we also find out that one of the Aja that left was called Joya, which is, like, it was, like, a weird thing. I think that Joya is going to be redeemed. Yeah? Yeah, I think that her and Egwene are going to be real close later. Alright, I like it. Yeah. I like it. Um, okay, so Egwene's dreams, let's get into them. There had been a dream of Rand, reaching for a sword that seemed to be made of crystal, Kalandor. Never seen the fine net dropping over him. The trap that they're about to find out about. Yep. This one's pretty easy. And one of him kneeling in a chamber where a parched wind blew dust across the floor. And creatures like the one on the dragon banner, but much smaller, floated on that wind and settled into his skin. The fuck does that mean? Um, How can a wind be parched? Pseudo dragons. The wind is thirsty. It's a desert wind from the Isle Waste. Oh, Komodo dragons. I was thinking pseudo dragons, but yeah, What's maybe. What's a pseudo dragon? Pseudo dragons are like little fae in D anD D that are like small little dragons. What if they're komodo? What if they're real and they're komodo dragons? Do you know komodo dragons are like incredibly poisonous? I did not. know But that. they don't have enough venom in them to kill uh, like an adult human. I did not know that. But like, if you had like enough komodo dragon poison, you could kill a human like in like four seconds. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. I love love that. Yeah. Um, things you learn on TikTok. Which means everything Great. I just said might not be true. Um, there had been a dream of him walking down into a great hole in a black mountain. A hole filled with the same reddish glare as the vast fires below. Uh, is that supposed to be a vagina? No. Okay. No. Tarvalon is the vagina. I know. I'm just saying. You never know with a hole. Um, uh, and even a dream of him confronting the Shanchan. Which I think is yeah. how people want me to pronounce it. Shanchan. No, it's Sanchin. It says it in the book. People keep saying it's Shanchan. No, it's not Shanchan. Um, so uh, the hole, I'm assuming, is the, the Dark Ones, is where the Dark Ones seal, uh, his prison is. Uh, that's what I thought as well. I I'm assuming the Shia hole Gul. in the mountain down where the lava is. It's going to be Shaogul. I thought it was Shaogul, yeah. yeah. And then he's going to have the high ground and he's going to take out the Dark One. Um, so then she also dreams about Matt and Perrin as well. Um, Matt, or so Perrin's first, Perrin with a falcon on his shoulder, and Perrin with a hawk. No, it is a hawk. It's Perrin with both birds on his shoulders. I, no, Perrin with a falcon on his shoulder, and Perrin with a hawk. Yeah, but not an eagle. But, oh, it's a red eagle. It's a red eagle. Yeah, 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 not an eagle. Eagles are massive. Only the hawk held a leash in its talons. Weird. And Kinky. was also trying to put it on him? Yeah. It's pronounced Shang-Chi. It's pronounced Shang-Chi. <laughs> 
Um, and then uh, Egwene was somehow convinced both the hawk and the falcon were female. Yeah. Don't know why, but all right. But Min saw the same thing, so that one's super important. Very we're important. gonna meet some hawks and some some some. Isn't wait wait, wait. the uh hmm, what, the royal the the royal Sanchen Empress is? Do we know what her sigil is? No. Is it no? Not off the top of my head. For some reason, I thought maybe it was. A, um, doesn't matter. She also has a dream about Perrin, and this is put between dashes to make sure that it is like very bolded with a beard. Yeah, with a beard. Leading a huge pack of wolves that stretched as far as the eye could see. Ha, that's yeah. Mm -hmm. That's great. I'm into it. I don't know how the show's going to be able to afford it, but yeah, I'm super excited to see that. Um, those about Matt had been even nastier. Sexy. I don't think he's using nasty in that context. I don't think so, but... Um, Matt placing his own left eye on a balance scale. Okay. I don't want to see that in live action. I'm, no. I'm okay, Rafe, if you I'm skip okay. that one. Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> That's got to do with the, like, luck and gambling thing, though. Matt hanging his neck from a tree limb. Gross. Yep. Though I'm also good not seeing that. Yeah. There had been a dream of Matt and the Shan Chan as well. But she had, she was willing to dismiss that as a nightmare. Yeah. Just like the one about Matt speaking the old tongue. That's definitely He speaks not the old a, tongue all the he time. Does, he does it all the time. <laughs> He's done it in front of Egwene multiple times. And she's like, it's weird that he did that. I don't yeah. understand. Egwene, you watched him do that. Like, yeah. literally. That, that happens. Um, multiple times. Uh, we should, we should. You know what we didn't bring up? What? M Matt speaks the old tongue before he fights Galad and Gawain. Oh, and Hamar is like, He's like, you, you speak the old tongue? tongue? He's like, but he doesn't realize it. Yeah, like, cool. he, he does it a few times, actually. Um, Didn't say Matt's... Oh. <laughs> uh, I say... just read a spoiler because it was deleted mid-sentence. I'm so sorry. Um, I don't think it was a spoiler because it didn't make sense to me, but oh. it will... None right. of this will be on the show. Rock, you are probably correct. Um, Dusty Will says, RJ's pronunciations uh, sometimes differ from the glossary. We'll have to uh, look into Shine this. time. I cannot wait to see I'm going to keep pronouncing things however I want. And y'all are probably going to stop watching the show. It's Sheen Sheen. It's the Sheen Sheen. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the dreams, uh, uh, the brand ones seem very obvious. The parent ones are a little tough because we don't know who this hawk and this falcon are. Yeah. And I don't know but why gonna Matt is going to hang. Uh, ooh, I don't know. It's going to suck to lose him so quickly after we just got him back. I don't. I think he's um, So uh, we learned about the two from each Aja, but we also learned that a lot of the Tarangrials that the um, that the Black Aja stole were dream-related. Yes. And that Koreanin Nadil, she was the last person to look at them, which means they've just been sitting there for 400 years. Yeah, and like, um, honestly, most of the Tarangrial, right? The Any of the ones that they mention, basically, she is the yeah. last person to have studied them, which means... We that, are going to learn a lot about Koreanin soon. Yeah, and this dream world is going to get... Do you think Egwene is Korean and Nadil reborn? No, too too short of a timeline, I think. I don't know. We've um, never... If 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 Matt is from Manethrin, which is only like a thousand years ago. Yeah, 470 something is... I don't know. That it, I, I'm just saying, like, I don't know what the rules are. Fair. Um, but they also, don't even know what the rules are. But also remember that Varen is like, I don't even know if she was worth claiming that title. No, it seemed like dreamer. she was real into all of the dreamer stuff, so... Into it, yeah, but maybe not super proficient in it. Um, Sam, thank you so much for super Oh, chat. Sam, thank you, yeah. It's time to roll the dice. Like to be a lady tonight. Not quite. We're not quite at the dice yet. 
close. We're we've got some other stuff we gotta do first. Um, Egwene or no, Elsa shows up and is like, "You gotta go to this place." The ambulance seat told me so, and then Elsa is like. Yeah. She books it and away. And runs, and Egwene chases her. Elsa disappears and runs into Lanfear. And yeah. he's like, oh, pretty lady must be Aes Sedai. And oh, Egwene's I like, feel oh my like... god, am I bisexual? <laughs> She's like, wow, I feel like crap about myself. <laughs> I was like, wow, uh, all right. I felt like I was watching Strong an 80s feelings. movie. You know what I mean? Like, the girl walks up to, like, the pretty girl, and her inner monologue is the like, tall, I am girl. useless, I have zits. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wear glasses, I shall never be as pretty as Regina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and Lanfear's like, I don't have time for you. And she leaves. Yeah, she's like, eh. And Egwene's like, wait, we're, what the, what She's like, happened? what, uh, did you see a girl run past? And she's like, yeah, you missed her, she's long gone. Sorry about it. I was like, alright. The fact that, like, Lanfear doesn't even perspire when she runs, I'm like, she's... Yeah. It's dark magic. Dark magic. Um, but despite the fact that they're pretty sure it's a trap. Yeah. They go to find out about the other trap. They go to the library, but not to the library proper. They go through the secret doors of the library. Into this basement thingy where all these bundles are. The door is chained shut. Yeah. And so Egwene breaks it with magic. And like I I was very confused reading this part because I was like, did because Egwene was like, I think I did something, but Nynaeve also like hit it, and so. Well, I'm no. Very so confused. I. So what happens is Egwene touches it, and like weakens it, and so Nynaeve puts all of this force into it, thinking that she's gonna have to break it, oh. and so she falls on her ass because it just easily falls apart. That's what happened. Yeah, and so Nynaeve is like, "What?" And she's like, "Oh, I broke it. I, I like pre-broke it." And he was like, "You could have told. You could have. You could have told a girl. Right. Yeah, you could have. Yeah. You could have let me know. Right. 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 What, Fair enough. Are we? Are we not on the same side? Yep. Are we? Not I was just on a little bit the same side. confused. Wait a second, but uh, um, yeah. And mm-hmm. so the the girls have like created light, and Egwene is like, I don't want to hold this anymore. And so she walks up to a wall, and she puts it on the wall, and is like, abracadabra. Wait, I don't know how I did that. And then <laughs> Elaine watches her do it, puts the light on the wall, and Egwene is like, Oh, that's how I did it. I was like, What? Cool. All right. Wait. I love what? that for you. Yeah. They I think they, that Robert like, Jordan is so desperate to not give me what I want, which is the girls training in the White Tower. Yeah. That he's like the girls How? just learn by just randomly doing shit. Yeah. Which uh, yeah, I'm like I get it, but also I want to know. Can you show me? Like I just I need Yeah, the girls I'm so interested. I'm so curious. That no but, one else seems to be able to do very much with the one power. But these girls can do anything they put their minds to, which seems mm-hmm. to be the magic system in this is whatever you can put your mind to. And then they're like, well, no, like you have to like really study healing if you want to be a healer. But then like no one is studying anything ever. Yeah, yeah. These girls are do. never studying anything. They just do. We don't get our, uh, we don't get our like um, Mulan training montage. Just give me a like a month past. And they spent that month training. Yeah, and like give just us like, like say that you don't even have to like show me the scenes, but like literally they got back two days ago. Yeah, they got risen to accepted. Yeah, maybe it's been a week, maybe a week, but like all yeah. of that first stuff happens in one chunk, and all of this stuff happens in one chunk. They're yeah. they're back at the White Tower for like maybe a week. It has to have been because they, they do get... talk about no, they do talk about how the eyes that I come in less to stare at them doing dishes. So it has been a chunk of time. However, we absolutely have no idea how much time like, has passed. Maybe a week. Yeah. It's not that long, and then they leave again. They're they're they they show up. That all of that stuff happens in a day. 
then a few days pass because mm-hmm. Matt has Matt's only been there two days. Mm-hmm. Matt's only been healed for two days when he leaves. Yeah. So it's less. Th- this entire thing is less than a week. Yeah. Right. Watch what says they are going to classes. They do not mention going to classes once in this. Yeah, but like we, yeah, we don't get to see. They never mention going the, to classes. The and training. They are there for. They're there for. Three days. I I don't know honestly. The no no no. Okay, so they get there. Weird. No no. I can. You, no, the timeline is here. They get there. They go through all the gray man stuff, and Matt is healed that night. Right. There is no. There is no going to bed before Matt is healed. Yeah. So then Matt. It says he's been up for two days when he leaves. Yeah, but how long was he passed out for? How long did he sleep? We don't know. Oh, how long was he unconscious? Like, he could have been out and we wouldn't know. Like, because we haven't been told. At least three or four months. There's no way. The girls have been training? Oh, before they were kidnapped. Yeah, but that's, that's before they were accepted. Yeah. They still, like, they, they they have functionally, they still need to choose their classes. Yeah, they have functionally been here for days. Matt can't have been unconscious for that long. Probably not super long. I'm but just I'm saying, just... like, this all happens in, like, a week, and then they just leave. It is again. a lot. Like, yeah, it happens really quick. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, they go through all these belongings, and they find, everything kind of leads to tear in a very uh, not obvious, obvious way. Um, oh yeah, Nynaeve has been upset that it's been a week. So they, so they basically are there like maybe ten days. Okay. The, yeah. The girls were at the tower before Matt got there. No, they. No, brought, they brought Matt. They brought Matt to the tower. Um. Yeah, no, no, no. They brought Matt to the tower. They were there when Matt got they there. They literally carried him in. They, they, they were with the party. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, Gwen so... was also trained on a leash for a while. Worth noting that does not count because the that's not Aes Sedai training. Yeah, like we, we never see... get to experience how the Aes Sedai train to be Aes Sedai. Yeah, because we we want to see why Elena has such a bias against Wilders who just do things on instinct, right? Like we don't get like we have not been given any of the actual like training. Wait, about wait, wait, how wait, wait. To... Ten days is a week in the Wheel of Time. No, shut your face. Get out of here. Why? Uh, cool. Great. Thank you. Thank you, Robert Jordan. That's so rude. But it's so rude. It's in the glossary. Well, we can't read the glossary because spoilers. Okay. <sighs> it's Let's fine. move on. Yeah. Uh, so they go to the library thing and they find bags of clothes and explicitly old clothes and yeah. clues that they need to go to tier. Yeah. Only those two things. Yeah. Only those two things. And so they're like, okay, well, uh, it's probably a trap, but I guess we're going to go to tier. Yeah. Um, which then the Amulet confirms later as in, yeah, Elsa literally left 10 days ago and all those belongings were burned. So that is definitely a trap. And it, Nynaeve's like, we're going to go anyway. <laughs> Yeah, and so they're like, okay, well, if we're going to go, first we should try and use our little ring thing. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, before we do that, see, I thought this library stuff happened at night. Why? I just thought it did. Okay, fair enough. But it's the middle of the day. They snuck in in the middle of the day. Because I think that they were trying to be sneaky, but they literally just go in the middle of the day because they still have to go. It's yeah, like the morning yeah. because they have to go clean some pots. Yeah. And the entire tower comes to check in on them one at a time. Alana, Aleda, Varen comes in and is like, hey, hey, girls, did you find anything? Have you, did you find the Black Aja yet? 
Thanks. And everyone's like, Varen, shut... We're in the middle of the kitchen. <laughs> shut up. Okay, she does not say that, just to be clear. But, uh... Joey Fisher, thank you for that super chat. Thank you so in much. In 20 minutes, you'll see us. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Joey. We appreciate it. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, Varen is literally like, hey... Varen sometimes has no chill. <laughs> secret agents. Are you yeah. doing the secret agent thing? <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but it's bedtime, finally. They cleaned enough pots. Yeah. And Egwene is like, I'm going to use the ring. And Nynaeve's like, I'm more powerful. I should use the ring. And then Egwene's like, no, I'm no. the dreamer. And then Nynaeve's like, well, maybe we should use it together. And Egwene's like, we don't know how it works. No, yeah, also, what? it's a ring. How, yeah, yeah, yeah. What exactly was her plan? Yeah, it's like, Nynaeve, we appreciate the thought, but no. And then Elaine is uh, like, I'm here too. Yeah, Elaine is gonna watch. She's, she's... She's a voyeur. Yeah, she's a voyeur. Um, so, Egwene um, goes to bed, and we get pleasant fields. She's like, wow, the dream world is amazing. She's like, wow, it's so nice here. Why did she say it was dangerous? And then she so turns crazy. around. She's in an inn. You want to know how she knows it's an inn? Because, because she's, she's an, an innkeeper's, innkeeper's daughter. It's like, okay. I trust you. I know an inn when I see one. Yes. Because... Because you've only been to one inn in your life. She's been to more now. Has she, though? They step in a lot of inns. In Camelin. In Berylon. Is she? She doesn't go to an inn in Camelin, does she? Yeah, she does. Before they go through the ways. Oh. They have a big oh, meeting they walk in the through inn. The, yeah, okay, fine. All right. Uh, Stacey, thank you for that super chat. <laughs> you can read the glossary as long as you don't read the glossary. So, True. great. Yeah, yeah, love that. Uh, so then uh, Perrin is chained up in an inn. Uh -huh. With a wolf. Yeah. Uh, and um, With Hopper. It's, uh, it's hot. It's hot. She just walks in on a BDSM scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And Hopper's like about to attack her. And Perrin's like, Hopper, don't do it. And then yeah. Gwen closes the door. She's and like, I was like, bye. What? <laughs> what, what is happening? What is Perrin doing in his dreams? I don't know. Why is he chained up? But I want more of that. Please, Robert Jordan. Thank um, you. Mm. Uh, in tell. <laughs> Uh, in <laughs> Eric, that is such a good comment. Uh, well done. Terrible line, but mm -hmm, such a good comment. Mm -hmm. uh, then uh, she pops in on Rand. She's mm -hmm. just doing the greatest hits. You know what I mean? Go ahead and see all of the her friends. The greatest hits, yay. Uh, Rand is sitting by a fire, and he's like, you're not real. And she's like, no, I am. And he's like, no. No, you don't understand. My dad stabbed me, and my mom fed me poison, and you're not real. Yeah. Uh, and he's just, he's sitting there playing his flute. Being a little Sag boy. Yeah, he's like Sag, Sag loner boy, which I I get, but I, I really, I was I was like hoping that this might like would be a nice moment. It's not a nice moment. It's she has nice to run moment. away because he tries to kill her, which yeah. I understand. But my heart just wanted. I have something a feeling else. it's not the first time he'll try to kill her. Um, and then we get yep. to the heart of stone. This is fascinating. Because yeah. Sylvie. Sylvie is Lanfear. Lanfear is everybody. <laughs> Yeah, Lanfear is like, yeah, sometimes having an ugly face helps me. <laughs> you like, you okay. see Lanfear in everyone. You're like, Shariam, Lanfear, Elsa, Lanfear, Sylvie, Lanfear. Any woman in this book, you're like, that's Lanfear. She's everywhere, yeah. Egwene, also Lanfear. <laughs> um, Maybe sometimes. But the, the best part about this section is that Egwene, like, probes the, the sword. She's like, yeah. the... Oh, there's like hard, and then there's like not hard, but still hard. <gasps> the not hard, but still hard? Men. Men. Not hard, but still hard. And the protection around the sword has both sides of the one power, meaning yeah. that the girls going down, they're going to have to help Rand uncover it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to be able to Love be it. opened by one or the other. It's going to have to be them together, which is very fun. I do like that. Yeah. And so she wakes up and she's like, we definitely have to go to tear. <laughs> be the land fear you want to suspect <laughs> in the world. 
She's definitely the lamp here. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, and or, and so uh, the Egwene wakes up and she's like, we definitely have to go to Tyr. Well, at first, no, she like tries to grab the ring. She's like, Sylvie, don't touch that. And then it like hurts her, right? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, it, that's a, that's why I knew. I was like, it's obviously Lanfear. Yeah, like yeah. she wants the ring, um, because her I, precious. Yeah, well, because because I think that like Lanfear, like I, I, everyone. So Balsamon and Lanfear are both trying to collect things related to dreams, and so that ring very important. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the, she wakes up. She's like, we're gonna go spring the trap. Mm-hmm. We're gonna leave the White Tower again. It's been ten days, but we're gonna go. Yeah. And then she's like, "I don't want to be alone." And the other two girls are like, "I also don't want to be alone." So they crawl into bed and try not to elbow each other <laughs> as they make sweet, sweet love. I mean, hey, you, see, you gotta let loose sometimes, you know. <laughs> Chapter twenty-eight. The girls go to Matt because they're like, "Well, we need to get a, we need to get a letter." They're they're yeah. smart about it. They're like, "We need to tell Morgase this yeah. time, mm-hmm. or else we're gonna be the cause of a war." Uh, so they go to Matt. Yeah. And they're like, will you deliver this letter? And he's like, no. And they're like, for us? But pretty please. And he's like, no. no. And then Elena's like, by the power of... Grayskull. Grayskull, yeah. He's like, no. And But meanwhile, inside, he's like... He's like, but God, they're I would like really, really hot. love to get laid right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, this is hot. I'm into it. Matt is, Matt is into group so stuff. so horny in Matt this is, scene. Matt is into all the group stuff. Every girl's eyes are pretty to him from now on. He's just yeah. like, that girl's got... Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, all the girls are very attractive. So it's yeah. like, I don't well cast. Him, but uh, Well cast. Um, so uh, they're like, okay, fine. We'll give you this letter that will allow you to leave town. And he's like, oh, well... Well, great. I mean... Yeah, of course. Yeah. I will carry it in my mouth for you, Elaine. Did I, I say will, that out loud? I will put it in my mouth, and then I will carry you on my back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, all right. All right. There's going to be some, like, Rand, Matt, tension between with Elaine. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it. I don't think it. so. You don't think so? No. Matt, Matt's going to die. Or you think he's just horny. Okay. Um, so, uh, so Matt, Matt is like, if they weren't Aes Sedai, I would be very into this. And I'm like, that's not how men work, Robert Jordan. <laughs> Being nice that I would not stop him. Um, uh, I love that you wrote smut. I did. I wrote smut. I, I love that. I wrote smut a bunch in these chapters. <laughs> uh, so they reminisce about uh, Emmons Field here for a bit, and it, everyone gets all nice. sad. Yeah. yeah. And I liked that Matt still kind of wants to go home, even though he doesn't think he could fit in there anymore. And the girls, he's like, they talk about it like they're not ever going to see it again. And I don't yeah. think that's true. I think there's going to really? be a big bat. Yeah, I think that there's going to be a, like... Manethrin 2.0? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so. We're going to get Manethrin 2.0. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's actually going to be called a, a Manethrin 2 Electric Boogaloo. It's the 11th book in the series. Oh. Um, and so, uh, yeah, Matt's like, fine, I'll do it. Uh, and I, I wrote down, Matt wants away from uh, oh, Celine as well, which I appreciated. Matt Matt knows Celine's not in his best interest. Wait, wait, sorry, one second. Mike, the, the women in the show are stunning. <laughs> I don't know what... Wait, what? The, uh, the, the showrunners didn't want to satisfy the male gaze. The the, the women in that show are, are stunning. And the women in the books are also stunning. So I don't see what the problem yeah, is. Yeah, I, I, they're both very hot. <laughs> yeah. But also so are the men. Uh, yeah. And Matt... Dan Henny is very attractive. I love that it's like, ah, oh, yes, Matt has nice eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um... Oh my god. Uh, so, Sawan mm-hmm. uh, joins them in the kitchens. She yep. gets real mean to. L- l- I ca- she I like ca- stomps around. She's like. Mmm. She doesn't stomp around. She like she's... goes around and is like. Dust. 
She, she, you know what she does? She I'm pulls a full Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. You know what I mean? She just Gordon Ramsay's her way around the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I kept calling her Lapras um, because I'm dyslexic, but Laris? Laras? Lapras? No, um, no, it's Lapras. Lapras. Yeah. Uh, I, call, I said Lapras is Salt Bay. Um, <laughs> salt Bay. So, so on like pisses everybody off and sends Elaine to go get her mouth washed out with soap. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, wait, and just make something up. And it's like, how dare you use those words? And she's like, wait, I didn't. And Nynaeve knows what's going on. And Egwene is the one who, like, is, who talks back. And so Elaine still gets punished, even though yeah. it's Egwene's fault. And Elaine yeah. is like, I don't, I don't know what I did. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Sawan, yeah. and uh, in the middle of a kitchen, uh, Sawan and Nynaeve have a secret conversation for, like, a long time. <laughs> Yeah. uh, Swan's like, it's been too long. I need to leave. And then they stalk for like two more pages. She she stands there forever. I'm like, how is nobody suspicious? Are they all so scared of her? And she's like, yeah, God, these stupid scared people. God, don't have a spine. And I'm like, what is happening? It's like, I don't. don't." Are you guys arguing in the chat about whether or not the women on the show are attractive or not? Somebody said they're not conventionally attractive, which I think they've only ever seen I, photoshopped women. I don't know how you... Yeah. No. Mm-mm. No. They're all very hot. Yeah. <laughs> like, Rosamund yeah. Pike could do anything to me. Rosamund anything. Pike... And I would thank her. Rosamund Pike was cast as Gone Girl, who is, like, the definition... Like, the the, the defining trait of the character yeah. is being traditionally attractive. Yeah. Like, that... <laughs> the, the, they plucked her. Her and Suwan. I'm like, oh god, I can't. Like, I yeah. just, it's, it's too good. I'm like, I think maybe, I think that like the vapors. I don't know. I guess Suwan is older, which is unattractive to some people. Like that actress, you know, no. they're they're like, she's uh, not she's, twenty. She's very nice. Pike is like five at best. <laughs> Jane and you are the wrong. Mm, <clears throat> because you know what, yeah. you don't get to be if you're a five, a literal movie star. A li- yeah, yeah. Not that anyone is actually five. I, the whole rating system is nonsense, but um, the, Rosamund Pike is literally a movie star. Yeah, she is God's gift to us. Yeah, I don't you. know. That that show is very, very, like, dripping in attraction. Yeah, yeah. Rand, super hot. Perrin, very hot. Daniel Henney. Da- Daniel, Daniel Henney is so is hot that I know God his name. God tier. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I learned his name. <laughs> I've been thirsty after Daniel Henney for the past four months because of that show. Mm-hmm. Anyway... Uh, we need, we have, we, we, oh my God, we, we have, have to, uh, move. we have four more chapters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Juan is like, Elaine's in on it. And Nynaeve is like, why not just, she's like, well, because I needed to have plausible deniability. We've yeah. talked about this already. I but like, like, I guess. I, yeah. get, I get it. I actually agree with Swan here. I think it was a nice play. I don't think that, I guess soap in your mouth, whatever. It's not the worst punishment. But. Yeah. Like, uh, it's unpleasant <clears throat> for a few minutes. Um, Elsa. Yeah. Has not been in the tower for the last 10 days, which means the White Tower is so big that Elsa could know. just be gone and no one would even notice. Well, th- there's, they didn't know. I don't know. It's one of those things where I'm like, uh, I, I still Elsa, don't understand oh, Elsa the scale. was one of their friends. Not really. They knew her. They knew her, kind they had of. Spo- okay. It would be like if someone got expelled from your high school, who you talked to once a week. Yeah, you would know. And you were like, wait, what? Elsa got kicked out and nobody told us in the last 10 days that we've... More than 10 days because a week in this world is 10 days. They just didn't know that Elsa left? Yeah, That's not news in the White Tower? It is kind of strange. Although, like, generally punishments aren't, like... 
announced. I don't know. Yeah, it does seem strange. Yeah, it's just odd to me we that they were that, completely unaware of well, this. Well, because we know that they were there a week, which is 10 days. Rick says she was still a novice, though. Yeah, but they were novices, too. They were novices until they got They only they got, got their back. accepted trial, yeah. like, a few days ago. Yeah, it seems weird that they wouldn't... I don't I don't know. It It, it is It is odd to it, me. Okay, but here's a problem. Siren says they were being punished around the clock. Yes, but they were being punished in the kitchen. In the kitchen. I don't know if you've ever worked in a restaurant, but the kitchen is where gossip happens. Yeah. They would... You know... If you work in a kitchen, you know shit. It's true. You know shit. Mm -hmm. And it is very odd to me that they were able to... Be in the kitchen 24-7, and yeah, it's it not just, new, and, like, it never comes up? Yeah, it was just weird that it's somebody that they know. Like, yeah. That they know by name. If it was someone name, they had never met before, I would be like, yeah, okay, matter. whatever, there's so many. But, like, it's literally, like, one of the seven people in this tower whose name they know. Yeah. Yeah, it was just a little bit odd, but... Eh. It works for the story, though, of, oh, it was Lanfear. Yeah. Um, And Swan is like, I agree with your plan. Don't die. I'm going to leave some money in your room. Yes, we know that this is a trap. And then Best something, of luck. something weird happens here. Something weird happens here. Kalandor feels to me like something that everyone knows about. But it's a secret. But it's a secret. And I Yeah, she's like, not a lot of people know, know about Kalandor. And I was like, oh, really? It feels like everybody I I thought all of the prophecies of the dragon were kindly kind of like widely known. And so the fact that it is part of one of the yeah. prophecies of the dragon, which means that it's written in books that people read, but that it the sword is a secret is very strange to me. And yeah. I didn't understand this section. Yeah. Would the kitchen staff really gossip about a novice put out from the tower when it happens several times a year? Yes. That I mean, is I'm... a thousand percent well, what the kitchen what else, staff would gossip about. What else are you going to talk about, right? Yeah. Like, generally, when people are working, they chit, like they, they chat to pass the time. Or the people who are out there eating that you can see and probably listen to, like, are talking. Oh, the fact what? that it's a sangreal is what's... I, okay, that makes so much more sense. Oh, okay. I thought people like, didn't know that it existed. And I was like, I feel like we've been talking about it so much for it to be yeah, a Yeah, okay, that makes more sense. Because okay. I was like, what do you mean people don't know about the Excalibur? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, that makes, that makes more sense. I was confused. So the fact that it is like the, the magic sword that can level a city is a secret. But Yes, people are that just like, sense. it's a thing that exists. Okay. That, that makes a lot of sense. So cool. Swan is like, all right, get going. I'm going to leave you some gold. <laughs> yeah, and that's the last we see the girls. They're they're planning on leaving uh, after lunch. Yeah, they're like we're getting the yeah. hell out of we're here. We're gonna eat. Um, we're gonna have a good meal. Yeah, we're gonna get on the road. Take some food. And that is that's where we leave the girls for this week. Yeah. I after complaining that the girls went missing for a lot of the last book, and then just kind of like we popped in lots. to be very important at the end. And I'm happy. We got some time with them, and I'm not gonna lie, I really like Nynaeve now. Yeah. I am a huge fan of this character in the books. All right. I did not like her in book one, and I struggled with her in the first half of book two. I really like Nynaeve. She's learning, and it's great. Yeah. And I she, love to see she's it. She's learning lessons in a way that makes her really fascinating. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, I, I think that... Uh, 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 yeah, I, I just feel like I really love the way she's grown, mm -hmm. and the, her, the way her relationship has changed... Um, with Egwene and, you and know, Andaline, she yeah. still has a little bit too much of the, like, I'm the wisdom, like, listen to me. Yes. But she softened a little bit towards them and is working with other people better. Mm -hmm. And seeing this character, like, really open up to teamwork has been so nice. I, I've been really surprised 
at, at how much Nynaeve has become one of my favorite characters in these books. Yeah, the whole, like, we're going to make them pay thing was a little bit much. But I, I agree. I, yeah, Nynaeve, that was, I was like, come on, girl. Nynaeve is, has, has had such a cool arc already so far, and I love to see it. Uh, uh, Hua, thank you so much Hua, for thank the you. super duper The chat. goat in six chapters. Um, we're getting there. We're getting, that'll be next, next week, week. Next week's section. Um, but this week's section's not over, because we have some Matt stuff left. Matt. Matt? Luckiest. Matt becomes a murderer multiple times over. Not really. He's a killer, He's, not a murderer. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Matt kills three people in the span of these next couple chapters in one four. evening. Four? Yeah, he kills four people. Was it? Oh, I thought he said it was three. Yeah, no, he kills one on the bridge and then the two in the hallway and then the one on top of the ship. Uh. Yeah, it's four. Um. <laughs> there are yeah. 52 named Red Aja in the books. God damn. All right, wow. well, we have not got there We have yet. a lot of people to meet. Yeah. Um, so Matt goes around town uh, working Matt, the, raking in, raking it in. Well, Matt, like, literally packs as though he's leaving. Sees, uh, was it uh, Alana? Yeah, or, Alana. Uh, was it, and he's like, uh, oh, guilty. And she's like, oh, whatever. And I love that she's like, please don't, because <laughs> yeah. you're going to piss off the guards. Yeah. Just don't do it. And she's like, all right, fine, you're going to go do it. And he goes... And he wins all the money. All the money in Tarvalon is in Matt's bags. I I like this. Devlin says, I like to imagine Yakety Sax playing for many of the Matt scenes. A thousand percent. Him just rolling dice. Yep. Um, he is so good at dice, which is not a game that you can be good at. And I... No, he is. He is luck. Like he, he is like, Tavirin. He is Tavirin, and also I don't know. I think that, that it's also a past Minethrin thing that he just. I I, I loved weird. this because I sometimes dislike luck because I think that luck can be silly. Yes. Because luck can be too convenient. Yeah. What I like about the way that Robert Jordan does this is that it is like a drug to him, and so he's incredibly lucky. And he but gets while like, he's lucky. He, it's almost like channeling, right? It's almost like Rand channeling in book one. Maybe and so there is, is a channeling. cost. I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Okay. I mean, maybe. It would be weird for him to suddenly start channeling. Well, actually, maybe he was always capable of it, but the dagger like inhib was an inhibitor on his ability to connect to Sidon. Maybe. So maybe now, that would actually be really interesting, is if he, now that the dagger's taint is not on him, his connection to Sidon is able to reestablish itself. Yeah, or the dagger is what made that connection, like, by accident. Oh, that'd be cool, too, yeah. Or the rod, because it's such a powerful Sa'angriol, it, like, broke right. the barrier between they him and Sidon or something. Yeah, they didn't know what effects yeah. he would feel from, like, pulling him from the dagger. That's that's really cool. Yeah, so that's the thing. Is like it, it could be the Tavirinness, it could be luck, it could be that he is able to channel because that like feverishness. Yeah, yeah. Is it's very cool. I think we'll have to look out for in the next section the moments of like giddy like madness that Rand yeah. had. Um, Ooh, and that'll yeah, like, we'll have to watch out. And that'll maybe give us the hints that will tell us one way or the other. Um, um, so people start to follow him because duh, he's winning way too much money. Yeah. He's got he's got stacks on stacks on stacks. And so two guys chase him down an alley and he's like and then he just like hides in a shadow. He and hides they're like, where'd, like oh, where'd he go? He's it's gone. like in video games when you like climb into a bush and people are like Wait, huh? What? Wait, what? 
Uh, everyone, go back, go back to your your roots. Yeah, when you have a hundred sneak in Skyrim and yeah, you can yeah. just crouch right behind the person and they don't see you, it's great. <laughs> there are times, uh, there are times in Elden Ring where you can crouch walk by somebody that's looking at you and they'll be like, huh, huh, must have been um, the wind. So uh, he's like, I got to get on the roof. So he starts climbing roofs and then he turns into Batman and he's like, Batman, he's like, I've been so lucky. I have all the money in the world. I now am going to well, get onto a bridge wait a second. in the sky. I, the, the bridge was very confusing to wait me. Wait a second. No, maybe that that is like the unimmediate like onset of the like giddiness. I know it's like immediate and so maybe it's not the same thing. But he thinks back and he's like, what was I thinking? Remember? He's like, why? Oh, yeah. What was I doing? So maybe. Maybe he is channeling. Maybe. So he's on a bridge and uh, someone wants to fight him. And so he's like, all right, let's fight. And he, he falls, they, they, he pushes him off the bridge. They fall together. Yeah. And Matt gets very lucky because he lands on top of the guy, yeah. pushes the guy's dagger into his heart and doesn't get hurt at all. Despite the yeah. fact that he fell 30 feet. Yeah, he's Human fine. beings are not soft. If no. you fall, like movies make it seem like if you fall on top of someone, you're fine. But like humans are very hard. Yeah, yeah. Although, like, a body would cushion your fall as opposed to like a ground. little, but the their ribs will break your ribs. I, I'm, I'm, yeah. He walks away very unharmed, and so it's, yeah. I'm Batman. I'm like, is he? Tra- I don't, I don't, I don't know. That was like a superpower, not very cinematic. Ah, the dare, uh, the Deadpool reference. <laughs> God, Zazie Beats is so good in that movie. Um, uh. <laughs> Domino has like powers in Deadpool too. She does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's interesting. I, I, now I'm like, oh, I, I'm so excited. Is he channeling? To, yeah, I'm super excited to, like, get into this next section to see, it, to see what this is. Well, and now, uh, Gene Calver well, brings up what I want to talk about. It's a gray man. It is? It has to be, right? There's no other assassins in Tarvalon. I just assumed it was a dark friend, but yeah, I guess. Well, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. this is, this is when, they introduce the gray man. Yeah. They sound really scary. And then they are very bad at assassinating people. Well, I they mean, sound way scarier than their effectiveness is at this point because they can't hit shit except and they can't kill a dude. Matt on is like stupid lucky, but it makes yeah, sense the girls how aren't. they got onto the ship later. Every single gray man that we've met has died immediately. True. The the gray men have not successfully killed anyone, and they have all died immediately after we meet them. Yeah, it's not the best way to set up your villain. I mean, I yeah, I don't know. They still seem kind of scary to me, but I, I, it just seems like, yeah, Matt is just the luckiest person on the face of the earth, so. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So uh, he was like, I need to get inside. And he runs into a tavern. And there's someone telling a story. It's your boy, Tom Maryland. And he's just, he's not the same Tom. He's no. not the same man. He's broken man. He is wasted. He's sad. He is white girl wasted. He is, like, full, he is fully white girl he, wasted. Yeah, and like, and Matt gets him a glass of wine, and he just like, and like, it's gone. I was like, oh wow, okay, all right, that's where we're at. And look at the in the in the people working at the end are like, if I know you were buying a drink for Tom, I literally wouldn't have let you. <laughs> like, well, yeah, they need him sober so that they can have the sex with him later. Uh, <laughs> You no, know that's they, what they wanted. They're like, Tom, you have to stop drinking so you can get it up later when we no, take you to bed. No, they care Those about two it. women are so horny for him. 
They are so horny for him. They're like, no, 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 no. You, you, you don't understand. If he keeps drinking, he won't be able to get hard later. <laughs> yeah, that's 100%. That's what they care about. Yeah, you're right. 100%. It, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so sure. they're like, oh, damn it. Uh, <laughs> God. So Tom, uh... Tom reveals that he killed the king of Kyrian. It is without a doubt Basically. that he killed the king of Kyrian at this point, right? There's no way, there's no take backsies on that one. Oh, yeah. I mean, we knew that. Mm-hmm. There is no way in the other book he walks out with determination mm-hmm. and then the king is just dead that it's a coincidence. Like, we knew, we, yeah. Mm-hmm. But for sure, for sure, for sure. Tom knows what he's doing. Um, And then I wrote in all caps, Matt is so horny. So horny. Every single woman he looks at, he's like, pretty. And so Tom, Tom, where Tom's at is, I, I love this. Tom is like, uh. Morghese left, he left Morghese, he fucked that up. And then Dina, he got killed. And yeah. he's like so miserable. And Matt's like, why are you in Tarvalon? You hate Tarvalon. And he's like, I'm, punishing I'm miserable, so I want to be in the places I don't want to be. And so, so like, Matt's like, well, do you want to go Kaelin? to Camelin? Yeah. Do you want to go see Morghese? And Tom's like, yeah, yeah, that'll make me feel real bad about myself. <laughs> no, I was wrong. Matt isn't Batman. Tom is Batman. Tom is Batman. Tom is Batman. Yes. I want to suffer. Yeah, yeah. I want to feel miserable. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Sam, thank you for that super chat. <laughs> thank you, Sam. Yeah, he's got that D&D plot armor for um, sure. So Tom is like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> so Tom sobers up. Immediately. Because he now has a plan to go like. He's fine. He goes and gets Do the things. emotional version of cutting. Basically, like, he's like, I just want to feel pain. And we're like, ah. That makes Matt Robin. Yes, it does. <gasps> Matt is Robin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but and he's so like leading the charge this time. Tom is like, no one would ever rob you in Tarvalon. There's no mob or anything. And Matt is like, no. I don't know. It feels like I was someone just tried to rob me. Yeah. I, I hear what you're saying, but I did just kill a man. Well, because here's the thing. Matt thinks that they're just like cut purses, right? But And then I wrote gray man? Yes. Question mark? Yes. yes. That's it. And now we're That's on the it. final chapter. We did it. We did it. The final chapter. Mm-hmm. They run to the docks. And Tom is like, why are we in such a hurry? And he's like, we're getting on the first boat. So they run up to the dock master and the guy's like, dude, I know your mat. I know your matrim coffin. Letter. Letter. And the guy's like, okay, fine. You can get on a boat. It's yeah. weird, but you can get on a boat. And Matt's like, we're getting on that boat. And he's like, that boat is currently leaving. Yeah. And they sprint and fling themselves onto this barge that's just leaving the docks. And I was like, literally Batman. Literally Batman. Literally, literally Batman. <laughs> and Tom, Tom has, Tom has a limp. But he yeah. keeps up. He's fine. Yeah. You know, it's not comfy for him, I guess. But... Yeah. yeah. Um, yep. And so, They've... Eric Schwenke says, doesn't Tim Drake use a staff? He does. Correct. Amazing. Um, I like so it. So, Matt, Matt, they get on board, and Matt does the whole thing where he's like, I have money now, and so I want your bedroom, sir. Yeah, yeah he's like, oh, yeah? Ten gold? You can have my room. <laughs> and Matt's like, ten gold? Thank I'm you. sorry, uh, ten gold, and uh, you wanted that in Andor weight. Yeah, I don't have ten Andor, but um, I do have enough that I can make it weigh as much. So here you go. Yeah, and yeah. the guy's like, "Well, I mean, it's a lot of money." Yeah, he's like, "All right, I'll move." Methany, thank room. you for that Methany, super chat. Thank no you. real ship captain on the ship. I agree. I really wanted I, it to be Bale Doman. Me too. I, was, I wanted to be like Matt, I Tom. Was, yeah. What? I literally was ready for it, and then it didn't happen. I was like, "Okay, fine." But instead right. of getting Bale Doman, we get. The history of the part of the world we're about to go to. The yes. next chunk of this chapter is so funny to me because the the relationship between Ilian, Tyr, um, mm-hmm. all of these places is going to be so relevant to the rest of the book. And they were like, I don't think we've introduced this stuff enough. 
let's have a character just spend a page describing the political intricacies of how the place we're about to go to works yeah. as foreshadowing for everything we're, everyone yes. we're about to meet. And I was like, this is thank you. so funny. Yeah. Like, thank you. This is exactly what we needed. How convenient. <laughs> you think it'll be Bale Doman on the show? Oh, that makes sense. Oh, for yeah, yeah. I because I haven't I introduced so. him yet, and they have to. They Bale have Doman. to. You have to. Like, and I think he's going to be even more important later. So I think. He well, he has to be more important because uh, this is this is I, it's time for an announcement. It's time for a big announcement. Um, I am actually going to be playing Bale Doman on the show. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've been cast. I called Rafe. Uh, yeah. We uh, we went to college together, he's on and my I was speed like, buddy, dial, number six. Uh, I, I I really think what the fans want is for me to play Bale Doman, and he was like, God, dude, yeah, you know what? You're, you're right. right. Um, you're right. So that's um, why you shaved. Yeah, this is the look. Bale Doman is. Uh, Bale Doman is. This is the look we're going for in the show. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. gonna have a wig. I'm gonna have a big wig, but um. Or you just grow your hair. The goatee. Real curly. The goatee. Yeah. Trunk. Well, that's it. There's enough. Um, <laughs> oh my god. So uh, yeah. So Matt is Matt. They get the room. Ma- Ship Captain Maria. Um, but I, I'm just gonna pretend that it's Mario and that he's like, Mario. it's a me and Ileana. Uh, he's like, all right, I hate, I hate two aliens. things. Burn it to the ground. Aliens and the Amelin seat. Basically, yeah. I mean, no, I mean. I mean, I don't. Some people don't. Wait. I like them. but I like, like them, but that salmon guy, salmon doesn't like them. Hi, Lord Salmon. And so he leaves. Yeah. And Tom's like, who, who is salmon? Yeah. Which is weird, right? That is weird that Tom doesn't know who this person is. And Matt's yeah. like, no, that's not weird. And Tom is like, no, that's pretty weird. I know who it is. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Who is it? Landfear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, Pat and Fane. You think so? I think it's going to be Pat and Fane. I think they're going to get there and be like, Pat and Fane. He's like, I am High Lord Salmon now. That would be so funny. Except he's in um, oh my God. Constantinople with the uh, white clothes. No, I know, but that would be so funny. Oh, my God. Yeah. <clears throat> it's not me. <laughs> it's like, no, no. Did you ever read Series of Unfortunate Events? Yeah. <laughs> they, he... They're like, no, that's Count Olaf. And they're yeah, like, yeah. no. No, it's not. Oh. I'm a simple fisherman. Yeah, yeah, And you're like, all right. Bro. No, dude. We know. We met. We've met you multiple. Yeah. We can see you. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love that show. The, I... the Netflix one is so good. I actually. I... You don't like it? I know. I watched one episode. I couldn't do it. When in doubt, it's Lanfear. <laughs> um, yeah. Matt is a lover, so he would not be Nightwing. Hey, <laughs> that's not true. Nightwing is a lover. Matt is not. Matt is not Nightwing because Nightwing has the best ass in comics. <laughs> no, no, no. This is this is uh, not a joke. Serious matter. It's not Captain America. No, Dick Grayson has the best ass in comics. This is canonical. Okay. It has been drawn. Like it is agreed among all comics people that the best ass in comics is Dick Grayson. Okay. And he is a lover because uh, Dick and Babs is <laughs> Dick and Babs is my is my one true we, yeah. comic pairing. Yeah. Even above Aquaman and Mera, which I know is wow. Blasphemy, but like, <laughs> Dick has the best butt. All right, I will have to take your word for it. Yeah. So uh... anyway, um. So in the middle of the night, in the middle of the night, they're attacked in their sleep. Um, we'll get to Matt's ass in book five. The oh, gray cool. man. Looking forward to it. The gray mans show up on board. Yeah. And Matt just kills them all. Yeah. He's like, who needs Rand? Can we be honest? Who needs Rand at this point? Yeah. Matt is, you just put Matt on, you just said Matt. Give Matt a stick. 
And uh, he can be do who do does everything. The, the book really He's wanted good. us to think the gray mans were dangerous, and then Matram Cawthon showed up and was like, "Nah, I got this. Nah, I got this. Hold hold my beer. Hold my coin purse." <laughs> yeah. It's. Yeah, I wish that that one had at least been a little more difficult. Because, like, they're able to just, they just get on the ship. Like, they just, they're Yeah, they just get on the ship. No one notices. No one notices until they're they're outside Matt's room. (laughs) And he just, he literally opens the door and they're surprised. And he just, like, crushes one's throat and shoves the other in the, like, sternum part. Like, breaks this guy's bones and is like, "Mm, Tom beats Superman with prep time. Oh my god. Uh, I mean, I, Tom I, did murder a king and get away from a madral, so. I, I'm not, like, I'm not against Matt being awesome. I, I'm really not. But he's so awesome that the fights are kind of boring. Yeah, that's what I mean. I wish it had been a little more difficult. That's yeah, I, mean. I, I would have taken a little bit of... Str- I, I wish that Matt had to work a little bit harder. Because he's so good. Yeah. Matt is John Wick's descendant. That, I, guys, they, yeah. they have to have been gray men. They literally boarded the ship and nobody noticed they until they're of, already dead. Don't they say that they're gray men? No, they don't say that they're gray men. But, like, there's, there's like, nobody noticed that they just, like, boarded the ship and were running around. Like, Matt's the only one. Seems kind of too convenient. So, I, I don't know. I, I, like, it doesn't say that they're not gray men. So, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna assume that they are. Because. Yeah. Because it, cause it, it was just, like, they just got on no problem and were able to, like, find the captain's quarters immediately. Like, they knew exactly where he was. Like Johnny Rotten says, it's not that the Gray Men aren't dangerous, it's how dangerous Matt has become. But Matt hasn't earned becoming dangerous in any way. Like, Matt hasn't... And this is, this is one of the things that is not my favorite about the series right now, is that I don't feel like the main characters earn any of their abilities. Everyone just kind of can do things. Flicker, flicker. Oh, you can now sword fight a uh, actual Heron Blade Master. Yeah, and, and, and it's it's so consistent across all of the characters except Perrin. Like, Perrin seems to be the one character whose growth no. as a combatant is a little bit more natural to me. Oh, okay, fair. I was like, no, Perrin is a is young bull and, like, yeah, ruins but, those trollops. But I understand where it comes from. Right, I and see. And Perrin is, like, training and taking it seriously and, like, is a combatant yeah. and like Perrin is if, Matt woke up three days ago <laughs> yeah like and, and Matt like I don't know I, I just yeah um Methany says it's the opposite all those powers are shoved on them and they have to come to grips with it I, I I guess I just wish there was more of a downside then I think we're gonna get they have so the, our main characters have so much power that combat is not fun yeah I think we and need that's... to read the next Matt section yeah, this probably. is not the book that's the book but I, I think that I think that there's I think that yeah because we're doing this at the middle of the book we obviously only have half of this story um but, but like every right... single fight Matt has in this section of the book yeah is just one shot wins yeah it's, it, it's like matt did all the side quests and then started to do the main story right and i would have yeah. liked to have watched him do the side quests if that's going to be the case yeah you know yeah i i agree i think i think there's i don't know he's got to lose at some point right the like la- his luck has to run out somehow. i guess yeah i but i don't want his luck to run out i want him to be a like legitimately great fighter so how do you want him to like have the arc then if you don't want to see him like 
I don't want him to win everything. Okay. I'm or or I want I want him to have to like win, but like it not be one shot. He like you is want it to be literally, more of a struggle. He is literally bang, bang. He goes upstairs, bang. Right. Like he literally yeah. one shots everyone. Galad comes at him and he's like, Wachunk. Even in the fight with Galad, this like lifelong trained swordsman who is legendary he as being like almost a warder, he literally goes, Wachunk, kunk, 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 kunk. He doesn't take a hit. He yeah. doesn't, it doesn't even come close. Yeah, he literally like downs a Gowan in, a, in like three seconds flat. Um, and um, Ronald Peril says Matt's luck is a big factor in his fights. I understand that. But as someone who fight combat, fight choreography is what I love. It is very boring to choreograph a fight where one side is lucky. And so there's no struggle. Yeah. We just want to see a little more tension there. Like a little more, like, I, I want to feel a little bit nervous for Matt. Whereas right now yeah. I'm like, oh, if he has a big stick, he's fine. Right now I'm like, just throw Matt at Balzaman. He'll win. And yeah. that's, I don't want to feel that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like it, it's the difference between like I'm trying to think of a good it's it's like Gandalf is kind of a boring character to me until he fights the Balrog and then once he fights the Balrog and I'm like oh there is something of Gandalf's equal to fight in this world yeah Gandalf is more interesting for the rest of the series because he's not infallible mm-hmm. infallible characters are boring to me because I'm just like yeah they enter a situation and then I'm like okay well that's what, yeah, that's what I feel. I feel like we just need a little bit more of, like, Matt's, like, uh, learning and struggle. Mm-hmm. Like, a little bit. Um, and this, I, I just feel like they could have done that more with this book, as opposed to just kind of retreading the same plot lines that the book two happened. Like I said, I we're halfway clear, through the I'm book. I'm really enjoying the book. Mm-hmm. I'm really enjoying the book. I'm really enjoying the series. I really like him. This is, like, the one, like, thing about it that doesn't jive for me. I think the characters are fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think the relationships between the characters are great. The world building is fantastic. Like, for the most part, I, I like it's like a 9 out of 10. But that one point off for me right now is that in a lot of these situations, I feel like the characters can just do what needs to get done. And if there isn't a good reason for it, then the books just say that there's a reason from their childhood that we have never heard of before. Yeah, yeah but we are And that's like the, the one thing. It's just, it's my one thing with mm-hmm. it that I'm sometimes like, Oh, a Gwen can just do that. Okay, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the cool. whole like it's Tavarin, so they it's everything you know is fine. Yeah, and and no, and 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 I get that, but I'm not like I don't know. I don't feel I don't have that like feeling about it because I'm like, well, we're, you know, we still have a lot of book left to go, and I think that there's going to be. I think I think we're going to get more of the other side of the coin. I'm I'm hoping anyways later mm-hmm. on, right? Because you know. Uh, because we just got to Matt. We just got to him. We just got his POV. I would like, I would, yeah. I do want to see him like struggle a bit. And like not in like a weird way, but just in like a way that I can like see the things that he has overcome mm-hmm. and be like proud of him, you know? Like, I think that that's a, that's a, a bit of what's missing. Yeah, it would just be more fun. Yeah. Right now it's a little bit like, and then Matt's awesome, and Matt's even more awesome, and Matt can't lose, and Matt's awesome. And I'm like, I would like for him to lose a little <laughs> bit. I mean, I think And I, I hope he does. And we're halfway through the book. Like, there's yeah. plenty more coming. I just would like for him to lose. If this keeps going this way, I will lose interest in it. I think he is going to be the one that struggles with Lanfear the most. He's too horny. Yeah, but he's also the only one who's kind of aware that she's bad. He's the only one who's like, mm, he, she had to change her tactics with him because she acknowledges in that chapter, she's like, you're too skeptical for this to work. Yeah, okay. and and which means I think he's going to like 
just fall into her trap by accident. I don't know. I think, I think there's a lot like. Uh, do you not count holding the dagger for two books as a loss? No. We didn't really get much of that. Like he just. Because it because that's not he, that's not anything he, that he tried to do or he can't do anything about it. Yeah. Like he just gets like healed from it. We don't get to see him struggle with the dagger. We don't get his POV. There's nothing he can do. He is going to die. And he needs to get this dagger separated from him. That's not really the like. It's not his actions that make any of that happen. It's yeah. The the dagger becomes about how everyone else responds to the situation, and mm-hmm. is not at all about how he responds to the situation because it is some, yeah. something that happens to him. Mm-hmm. And now that he's woken up from the dagger, he doesn't seem to be affected by that. In fact, he doesn't even like. He, he uh, you would expect a character who went through what he went through to have some kind of PTSD about it to have, be kind of fixated on it. But he can't and remember. And he's very much moved on from it. I think it will come back. Actually, he seems to have kind of forgotten it. I think like that part of him is going to like slowly come back over time, and he is going to have to come to terms with that time. Because yeah, right that now would be just, yeah. right now it just seems too easy. Yeah, he just says like, okay, I'm I'm uh the, that dagger stuff is done. I'm gonna move on with my life. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just I'm just interested in. I, I'm, I'm interested yeah. in seeing the, like, tension of these characters more. Yes. Because, like, the tension... The, what what I am loving right now is the tension of Nynaeve and Egwene and Elaine's relationship to the White Tower. Yeah. Like, the t- there is so much tension in that relationship. They are going into a situation where they're going up against 13 fully trained Aes Sedai. Like, they are going into a situation where I'm like, I don't know that they can win that. I know, obviously, they will. It's a book series, right? At the end yeah. of the day, t- 12 books from now, the light is going to win somehow, right? But, like... In the short term, there is tension in where they're headed. Yeah. In a way that, like, Matt's... The, the heirs had been let out of Matt's storyline a little bit for me. Yeah. I'm not worried for him at all. Yeah. Well, the, the, and I think the biggest problem is he comes in kind of, like, halfway through this section. We've had a couple of chapters, and he has to get out of Tarvalon. Yeah. And yeah. I think that Robert Jordan was like, okay, we're going to get him on the path to where he needs to go, and then we'll really, like, dig in to all the good stuff. Because he's going to... Ha- he has a journey ahead of him, Speaking you know? of digging into the good stuff... Smut Corner. It's time to talk about some smut. Uh, where would you add smut to this very smut-filled chapter? There's so many good ones that are, like, already there. I mean, the three ladies in bed. I know. I don't yeah, want to yeah. be alone tonight. I don't want to be alone. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? All right. I'm into it. Like. <laughs> Alistair, are you asking if we're brother and sister? <laughs> we look so much alike. <laughs> we actually don't really look anything no. alike. I'd never noticed that before. We have very different European features. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. I am um, a mutt. Um, yeah, uh, no, uh, no, we're married. Mm-hmm. Um, that that would be illegal. Uh, <laughs> and also gross. I love my sisters, but like, not like that. <laughs> They're not even like biologically my sisters, and I still feel and the still same way about like, it. still it's like, no, thank you. Um, smut corner would, okay. The ladies, the, the, the latest one is like kind of obvious. Do you have yours? Do you have your, like, gold star? Oh, I think that, like, Celine and Matt, when she walks in on him naked. You know what I mean? Like, I just think it's, like... Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, I think that, like, Tom and the two ladies... Okay, that was what I was... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, um... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Elena and Shariam. Alana. When she's Alana? like, I want oh. you to spank me. And that, Shariam's like, all right, let's go. That was, the, that was the one. I was like, there was a moment. There was there was a moment. Yes. I think that Alana is into spanking... And that Sheriam is also into spanking. And uh, that's why Alana really wanted to be punished so badly. 
Um, Harvey so... O'Hare says, are you packing or something? What's the secret considering you're a two out of 10 and she's a five? Um, I'm six foot four, so <laughs> I'm just naturally more attractive to women. <laughs> God damn it. You got it. It's the tall man. You're, you're the Rand. Yeah. You are Tavarin. I'm Tavarin. Wow, what a great comment, Harvey. I hope you have a great day. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, there's... You know, I, I, here, I'm going to help. If anyone's curious about how I ended up with this very attractive woman... Uh, there's this thing where if you treat women with respect, uh, they like it. And then you get to spend time with them because, um, they like that you respect them. It's this really shocking aspect of uh, humanity Mm -hmm. where if you just, uh, show the people around you the respect that they deserve, uh, just because they're a human, they will, uh, tolerate your presence more and more. And then eventually... If you were kind yeah. and you vibrate. No, actually, he gifted me 20 subs on Twitch. <laughs> so I was like, hey, it's time. Put a ring on it. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's actually how it happened. Uh, um, man, you're very attractive. Whatever. I'm I think you're so, very I'm so hurt. <laughs> my, poor, my poor ego. Whatever will I do? I know. We're probably going to go cry about yeah. it now. Oh, my God. Someone said that, like. I'm a two. Darn. However, will I recover? Um, okay, yeah, my smut corner, my favorite one, it has to be Alana and Sherium. I know mm-hmm. Alana like really likes men, but I think Alana also is just down for whatever. She just seems very, very horny. Um, uh, Metheny says your reaction to Glad is exactly uh, <laughs> like those in the books: women drool, men too pretty. I am bisexual, so if Glad <laughs> wasn't a tool. I would probably think he's hot, but he's just a tool. Like, I would never want to have sex with him. I just, I'm worried he'd be boring. Yeah. He'd be mm-hmm. like, this is the right way to do things. And I'd be like. Yeah, that, that is a one position Andy. Yeah. You know what and, I mean? And, like, and it might be fun maybe once, but like, it's not really worth the time for it, you know? I have a friend. Uh, I have two friends. They're both my friends in this situation. But um, mm-hmm. he is a uh, physical trainer and she's also very hot. And she was like, he wants to sleep with me. And I've never had sex with someone with abs that good. So I think <laughs> I'm going to try it. And so we talked the next day. And we, um, she was like, I was like, oh, is it great? Like, he's in such good shape. And she was yeah. like, it felt like he was personal training me during sex. And I was like, I don't know what that means. And she was like, no, literally, he would be like explaining like the motions as we were going. No. And I was like, I am. So sorry. That is Galad. And that then is I 100% Galad. Yeah, it's Galad. And mm-hmm. then I had to have drinks with him the next night. And I was like trying so hard not to be like, so. So the weather. So when you are in bed with a woman, <laughs> I hope neither of them see this. Because they will both you, know who I'm talking about. You didn't name them. It's fine. Oh, but they will both know I'm talking yeah, about yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, It's fine. Um, Nobody else knows. They're both very wealthy right now. They're fine. They're um, good. They are far more successful than I am. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah. So, hi, low, And get out of here. This is the longest episode yet. Oh, wow. I'm so Almost sorry. Almost three hours. Uh, uh, For those oh. of you who don't know, uh, we end our show with hi, low. My family used to do this around the dinner table where we would mm-hmm. commiserate over our lows and celebrate each other's highs every day. So uh, the way we do this is she's going to do her high. I'm going to do my low. She'll do her low. And then mm-hmm. I'll do my high. It's a compliment sandwich because uh, we like these books. Yeah, I think my high, uh, I feel like this is kind of just like the obvious one. But again, 
my high is the accepted trial. Mm-hmm. They're just so well written. Like Robert Jordan really knows how to like torture his characters and give us so much cool information to digest. And that's it's not like facts. It's like a possible like could be or like metaphors for things. Yeah. There's so much in that chapter. I absolutely love that whole section. That is definitely my high. And feel free to like you guys share yours as well for sure. Yeah. Uh, my low is I just wish that this was spread out over a little bit longer period of time. You're low. Okay. I wish okay. that this is I, I like the same events. They had been like a month. I like the events. I wish it was over two months. At the instead tower. of ten days. Yeah, I and I agree. I would love yeah. to see more of the like training stuff. I, Even I, if you didn't see anything different, just literally like have in there that a month passes, and then they yeah. accept the trial, and then a month passes, and then they leave. Well, no, I think the accepted trial has to happen right away. Like that, I understand. Mm-hmm. But everything else, the like. The, the like, breadcrumb trail. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, my low, and I, and, like, this is because it was confusing for me, but I think it was meant to be confusing. Yeah. Was the kind of, like, haze that Matt went through for the gambling stuff. I think it's intentional. Oh, like, I like that a lot, actually. I, but I, 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 every time... It's written as though you're like it's supposed to be a bit of a struggle to understand. I like actually struggle with it, and I don't enjoy that. And so it's not like it's a super low low. I'm not mad about it, mm-hmm. but it just is the one thing that stood out to me where I was reading. It, I was like, uh, okay, wait, I think I have to like reread this, or maybe I'm not understanding things. And, and and I know that's how it's meant to be, and I'm not upset about it. But just for me, it is it was kind of the part that was the toughest for me to get through. But like, props to Robert Jordan for being able to write it that way. Yeah, um, my high is the last thing we're going to talk about, which is the thing we didn't discuss. The, the the part of the chapter we missed. What? I really like the check-in with Rand at the end here. We didn't talk about it, but Rand is playing his flute yeah. by the fire. Yeah. And Rand already knows he's in love with Elaine and Min. He just doesn't know that he's in love with Elaine and Min, which is so funny. He's yeah. like, Elaine, it hurts more with her than the others. I don't know what that means. And also, I know Min would never hurt me. Yeah. And I was like, um, okay. There's, there's a lot in here that my other high would be a Gwen's dream walking with the Trangrail. I actually really like that sequence a lot. Yeah. But there's just something about like Rand's, because I was so worried that Rand was further gone in the Gwen sequence mm-hmm. that when we cut back to him, he's still there. Like Rand is still there yeah. a little bit. And I'm just, I'm, I'm so curious to see where it goes with him. Yeah. And like the way that he's Maybe. talking about his friends and like, he he is he is the one going through the most right now. Yeah, and it's really and he's interesting. Alone. Yeah, and that's why I was really hoping that Egwene would be able to connect with him and like have that moment. And I know that that's I, for storytelling purposes, I understand it, but I hope that that does happen because I just feel really bad for Rand yeah. right now. I'm like our uh, poor boy, our poor ginger. But that's uh, that's the show. That is our. Oh, these are just gonna keep getting longer. Probably. The finale episode is going to be 12 straight hours. No. Yeah, we're going to have a, a new guest every hour. No. Oh, my God. The cast of the show is going to come on and talk about the book with us. Oh. You, how many... Okay, to finish this, how many of the cast do you think have read all 14 books? How many of the cast? Yeah. Rosamund Pike. You I, think she read all 14? Well, I mean, yeah. Like, she's like... I, I, I think she is a fan of Wheel of Time, right? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe I'm making that up. I'm worried about half. Um, Half is red. Okay, yeah. Half of the main characters. Mm, of the main, uh, yeah, yeah. Of like the main, the like main six characters. Yeah. Of the people who leave Emmonsfield. Yeah, I think Rand uh, probably did. The guy who plays Rand. 
Only random. I don't know. Interesting. Hmm. Really? Joshua was furthest along in December, only on book 11. None of them have read all of them? Wow. I mean, that's tough, though. If you don't know what Wheel of Time is, but you get cast as this thing, that is a lot of reading to do. So props I would for, have like, to, though. trying. Yeah, I would. Although you probably wouldn't have time, right? That's the thing. Yeah. You'd be so busy. Like, I'm sure they're they're trying, but. You would have to find people who have already read it. Yeah. All right, y'all. That was our show. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, this was a great, uh, wonderful day. Thank you so much to our mods. We yes, you don't, guys are the best. Don't know what we'd do without you. Yeah. You keep us uh, somewhat spoiler free. Um, <laughs> they didn't want spoilers. That's not how acting works. No, yeah, that's not. That's spoiled kind of by the... You had, That's the nature of the job. Although there are actors who don't want to know, yeah, so that they're not playing the end of their characters. I get that. Um, come join the Discord. Dakuna just dropped that link. Uh, come join us. Uh, we're going to be around the internet. Uh, we'll have some other videos going up this weekend. I think we're going to do a Legends of Vox Machina review finally. Yeah, we finally finished that. So, no, we uh, did not. We still have four episodes. What? No, that was the end. Nope. It didn't play the next episode. No, I stopped it. We we still have... Oh, I thought that... Th I was like, we yeah, did no, it! We have some more episodes uh, left. But... Yeah, we're also... Um, oh, there was another thing video we were going to make. We're making content, so make sure you're subscribed. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, check out that Discord link. Uh, don't forget, we are sponsored by HelloFresh, so if you do live in the USA and you would like to maybe... Um, support us and also get food and also free food because you get 16 free meals you can use our code for that yes yeah uh and also y'all we will have a halo video up eventually um i we haven't seen it yet so no yeah we uh yeah we have to still watch halo you just said hello fresh right yeah that's us only yeah that's what i said okay i just want to make sure yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah you are in the, US. the usa uh and please go click that link because um we'd like to pay our rent um <laughs> And HelloFresh is awesome. The food's great. We're yeah. going to have HelloFresh for dinner. I might go make some HelloFresh for lunch because we have a spicy meal that she can't eat. That's true. We um, it, so. And yeah, with that, my name's Nerdy. And I'm Clara. Follow us on the internet at Nerdy Nightly. At Claris Pol Polaris. And that was the Nerdy Wordy Book Club, episode 12. Y'all. Thanks for being here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they have to be here. We're Tavirin. They're, they're led into our web. Oh, are they all going to get married? I hope not. <laughs> I don't have the money to it's find all your weddings. a lot of weddings. Oh, God. Bye. Bye, guys.